Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. What does it mean to be a New Zealander for you? Is it the humility we project as an island nation hidden deep on the globe? Is the ingenuity we conjure when our backs are firmly against the wall? Or could it be that warm sense of pride you feel when another great Kiwi flies our flag at the absolute peak? Whips that one away and how appropriate that Ross Taylor and Kane Williamson are there for this moment. Come on, Jack, a hundred yards to go. Come on, Jack. My God, he's done My luck wins. Whatever it is for you, today SNZ is here to embody, reflect and project our distinct New Zealand identity with leadership. Rena McCallum is on 298. A precocious talent. Conversation. Hey guys, Mark Stafford here. I've always loved sport and I've always loved yarning about it. A cult hero. Stephen Donald striding forward, pointing to the posts. Broadcasting excellence. Tina Koto Katoa, good evening and a very warm welcome to Eden Park. I'm Kirsty Stanway. Signing off from a cracking day of seven, Ricky Swanell. And you, New Zealand, Aotearoa. From coast to coast, north to south, community to community. This is SCNZ and we are for all New Zealanders. Sport is more than our lifestyle or passion. It is our fabric. It completes our identity. Today, SCNZ, alongside you, is Kiwi for sport.
Well, well, well. If that doesn't get you excited, nothing will. Let's get this party started. From the far, from the far north to the deep south. For great savings, shop online and in store at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. From the far north to the deep south, this is SCNZ, and we are here for all Kiwis, championing our champions. Good morning, New Zealand. Welcome in to day one of the wild ride that is not going to be, no doubt going to be, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Hopefully you don't mind the, right, the ring of that. There's four past six, double eight, double three, the text line, and 0800 150 811. The phone line, be in touch at any stage. The more of you, the better. Today, coming up, we'll be joined by some legendary Kiwis, including our former All Blacks skipper and the great man that is, Kieran Reid, just after seven. And then after eight, well, we hope anyway, he's hard to get a hold of. Our current skipper, but a different sport. Equally great man, though, and that is Kane Williamson. Make sure you are locked in for that. Double eight, double three. There is heaps more in between, and throughout there is plenty more of this man here, Izzy Dag. Bazza, what an intro, mate. Hey, smile says it all, really. I'm super excited for this opportunity to be able to share a passion that's given me everything sport. We love sport, and Kiwis, we really embrace every type of sport. So for us, it's a great opportunity to chew the fat and uh, really enjoy this journey, mate. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about now, the journey. Yeah, it has been an amazing journey too, isn't it? It's a year and some ago the journey started and Craig Hutchison over in Australia rings up and he says, right, we're going to start this this radio show in New Zealand. It seems like you guys need to fill the void that that is um, lacking with, with no sport on the radio. And, and then from there it's just been a culmination of so much effort and, and hard work from so many people. And we're the fortunate ones that get the opportunity is to be able to launch this, this show, ECNZ, this morning and... Obviously, the Baz and Izzy breakfast show's got a nice ring to it from our point of view. But tell us how you actually got involved as well, mate. Oh, mate, that's a great question. Actually, talking about Craig Hutchinson, he's a good CEO over in Australia. He'll be listening in, tuning in. Good morning, Craig. Um, yeah, well, Craig actually sent me a message on December 28th. And? Uh, and I... <laughs> It reads like this. Hey, it's Craig Hutchinson here, Sports Entertainment Network Australia. Tried calling, obviously didn't answer. Happy holidays. <laughs> we intend to launch a sports radio network in New Zealand in 2021 and wanted to chat up to you about the involvement. Let me know a good time and coming days to give you a call. Thanks again, Craig. <laughs> that was December 28th. I didn't message back till June the 27th. <laughs> <laughs> so, Craig, I apologise. Uh, thanks for having me on board, mate. And, um, yeah, like, like I said, I just feel really on, on and privileged to be in this uh, you know position to be able to talk sport, share some stories, share some insights, and uh, give the people what they need. I know from you know reading a lot of feedback on Twitter, people have been missing this, and they've been looking you know looking out to a bit of sports radio talk back in the morning. My dad, he'll be listening in Hawks Bay. My mum, uh, that that you know sports tragics, and they love it. So shout out to mum. I know you'll be listening. Love you, mum. Nice, is lovely. I think as well. I'm so excited because getting to know you over the last little while is since we. Um, obviously formed this partnership and, and started working together. It's just your infectious personality, which I think New Zealand's going to fall in love with. And, you know, you're, you are the flair guy of this, of this <laughs> partnership. I'll try and add a little bit of structure and we're going to need a little bit from behind with our team as well. But, you know, I think it's just it's such a great opportunity for us as well. Just the magnitude of what's been able to be achieved by getting on here is, is significant as well. I think New Zealand is, we're just, we've been starved of the opportunity to talk sport and to to champion our champions. We've got some amazing athletes 
who are doing their thing on the global stage and and for us to be able to talk about that and to be able to hopefully be a bit of a conduit um, between them and the next generation of, of sporting talent around our country is just so exciting. So I'm fizzed as well. Um, it's not something I thought I'd ever really do is. No, um, and neither same. of us have been to broadcasting <laughs> broadcasting school. But look, what we what we have got is a love for the game, a love for our uh, for our country, and and a love for for the sporting people. So hopefully we'll be able to pull something together, mate. Oh, 100%. I think you touched on it there with um, championing our champions. You know, like for a country of five million, we do so well. You know, we 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 punch well above our weight, uh, and that's what I want to I want to do. I want to bring the people, you know, in the little old towns of Waipakaro to Tai Happy, Tai Happy, I should say. And, and you know the champions from there. I want to embrace all sports. Um, for a country so small, we just do so well on the big stage, and that's what gets me excited. Not not just talk, obviously we can talk about rugby, we can talk about cricket. That's what we know and love. But this is like guys like Ryan Fox over at the at the Open doing extremely well. There's, they've got so many athletes in the Olympics. We've got netballers on the big stage doing extremely well. So for me, that's what excites me, and I'm looking forward to this journey with you, my good mate. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to be exciting. Obviously, you're the wiser one, and I'm the young one. So I'll bring some excitement, and some erraticness. Wise? I'm not sure I've been called wise before, <laughs> but that's okay. We'll run with that. But no, it's going to be good. It really is. And also the ability to access some of our great sports personalities as well, even today, and to be able to start our show off with with Kieran Reid, who you know so well. I know very, uh, well, a little bit. I know um, Rido, uh, mainly from just on the golf course. Um, but you obviously know him so well. So to be able to get access to the likes of Rido and then, and then even Kane, which I say well, hopefully because... Kane's not the best at his sort of text or, or, or phone game. And I think he's probably the worst I've actually ever met at replying to people on, on messages. Um, wonderful bloke, wonderful cricketer, terrible phone man. So we have, I think we've we, got something in common. <laughs> we, we have got the, uh, got the call out to him, and we have got an agreement that he's going to come on today, but he went to the Formula One today as well, so <laughs> we're just struggling to track him down. Formula One, Baz and Izzy. Come on, let's be honest. Baz and Izzy, yeah. I reckon, bro. 100 Hey, uh, we've got a few texts coming in from uh, some listeners tuning in from Christchurch. Thanks for tuning in. If you've got any text messages, text double eight double three. We'd love to hear from you and uh, really appreciate uh, all your support so far. But yes, Baz, what an opportunity uh, to be able to take chat along to Kane this morning and uh, and my good friend Kieran Reid who's actually joined our Wednesday golf group retirement's treating them well so awesome that Wednesday golf group I'm going to talk about that in a sec as well also not just the text line of double eight double three, but also on the phone line of 0800 150 811 get in touch at any stage the more of you the better that Wednesday golf group is becoming heavy hitters from what I understand Stephen Fleming involved Izzy Dag. Kieran Reid, tell me, is Richie McCaw joining that group as well? There's a rumour. Of- uh, uh, yeah, Richie's very keen. He's very keen. Obviously, when he stops running around Mount Everest then, uh, and the and places. What's he doing? Oh, mate, he is I don't a, mean to just have a break for the entire. He is a special human. Um, that God zone, that's three days, no sleep, just running up and down mountains. Unbelievable. He's an absolute freak of nature. But, yeah, I think... Uh, He's um, smiling in every photo afterwards too. Oh, no. He just looks like he, he just loves got, punishment. Shows no pain. Like it just shows in 2010 World Cup. I don't know he had a sore foot, but <laughs> and no one knew he had a Is sore right? foot. You but it was broken. He... Nah. I just thought, oh, because he's rich, he doesn't train. So, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to train. So you know. Um, but obviously he had a great. Uh, 
you know, broken foot and the rest of his history. history. But yeah, he's he's just got a a pain threshold that's beyond measure. You know, he just works so hard and you wouldn't even know he's tired or sore. So that's what you need in, in, a, in a team or in a person. But yeah, he's special. But yeah, he is going to join on a Wednesday golf group. We've got Craig McMillan as well, a good mate. Oh, Craig. Mecca too. How can I forget about Mecca? Uh, Harry. Yeah, Harry. Oh, Chris cut. Harrison, Nathan Estill. Nathan Estill, when he turns out. He doesn't really come into the clubhouse post it, but... Um, you yeah, guys are almost having your own little sort of pro-am a, thing going on. It's a good you? little haggle anyway. We, everyone has a little bit of fun. We've got a yeah, Louva Shelley and... I used to play in that group as well. You remember Brian McLaughlin? Yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't afford the green fees anymore, <laughs> so I had to move on. It's greener pastures up in, up in Matamata. No. But hey, just quickly, um, on Richie, what was Richie like to play under as a, as a Kiwi skipper? Oh, the first word that comes to mind, inspirational, really. Um, he didn't have to say much, and he didn't say much, to be honest. He was so driven. He was so driven to be the best. He was so determined to to do well. Um, you just had to watch his game and watch how he trained, how he prepared. You know, as a young kid going in there, you thought, you know, young kids are so you know, full of it. We turn up, we think we've got the world at our feet, and then we see a guy like that, and you see what goes on behind the scenes, you know, to, to be the person that he is. Um, yeah, it just speaks volume. And that's why he will go down as the greatest player of all time, 148 tests yeah, nice. um, for his country. And in a position where it's the physicality is next level, you know, in that for, in the forward pack, you know, outside backs, we hit one ruck a game, <laughs> but in the in the in the forwards, he's cleaning out rucks, he's he's jackling over the ball, he's making thirty odd tackles a game, and now he's running marathons and running through mountains. So his body's gonna be really sore when he uh, when he gets to the end of his career. Uh, mate, we've also got um, a couple of texts coming through. Now you gotta have to just bear with us a little bit as well, okay? I mentioned we're not we neither is or I went to broadcasting school. We're the Baz Nizzy <laughs> breakfast, okay? And we're a little we're gonna miss a few things. So just stay with us. But we've got this flash system too, where we've got these text messages pop up, which was that double eight double three number. So we're gonna try and read out as many as we can, although they are flying in. I didn't realise everyone was up so early actually. <laughs> Um, already addicted. Keep it up, fellas. That's lovely. Put your name there as well so we can actually... Give you a shout-out. Yeah, give you a shout-out. Bloody good to hear some sports chat again. That's good. Bordering language, but good. <laughs> Go the Warriors. Hardy performance yesterday. Must be doing it tough, having not had a home game in two years. Great point. Yes. Love the Warriors. Mm. 100%. Like, we, we spoke about it on the way to actually in, into the studio in the morning and how tough they're doing it over there. And it is tough for these guys. They're over there, you know, away from their families or some of their families are over in Australia, but most of them are away from their families, away from their, you know, their, their, you know, their, their homes, their, their safe ground where they can go home and relax. These guys go back to a hotel and they're, they're surrounded by each other 24-7. They can't get away. They're in a bubble. You know, in New Zealand, we're very lucky, but Australia, you can see what's going on over there with the mm. COVID situation. So they're doing extremely tough. And, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Warriors. You know, they've been a, a brush of fresh air. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, been a great watch last couple of years for these guys to go over there. They're on the big screen now, obviously playing the Panthers. You know, that, obviously they haven't been getting the results. And, and as sports fans, we're, you know, we want to see them win. But you put that aside, mate. I'm proud. I'm proud of these Warriors guys going there, put, risking it all. And yeah, everyone will come out, you know, say, oh, it's their job, they get paid. But that aside, they're, they're separating from their family and they're going over there and, and putting it on the line and, uh, you know, trying to put some smiles and some faces on TV. Couldn't agree more, mate. I, I think the Warriors, it's, it, sometimes in sports, not just about the results. I think sometimes it's about what you're doing for the, those who follow you and the fans and I think the way that the Warriors have held themselves this year the sacrifice that they made 
um, the fact that they're having to try and achieve what they want to achieve on the road and away from their loved ones and, and allowing the competition to go on because of those sacrifices, I think they deserve an immense amount of respect and and um, whatever the results which follow, uh, I think the country's proud of it. I think the thing we can touch on with them being in the hotel, it's probably a great opportunity for them to work on on the culture and, and the environment as, as a team because you are stuck with each other 24-7, so there's nowhere to go. So the, the plus side is they can work on those little things that you probably can't work on at home. You know, those little connections, those little interposition connections, um, you know, little bits of detail, trying to name, nail the game plan. And obviously the results haven't worked this year. There's been a lot going on. But in the long run, I think that's going to pay off, all those little interconnections with, with um, position specifics. Yeah, spot on, mate. Hey, um, the other thing is on this, we're not just going to talk rugby, rugby league and cricket, which we love, and golf. We're going to talk all sports as well. And one of those sports that we're going to talk is going to be racing. And we're going to bring in our racing expert and also our producer, Louis Herman Watt. Now, Louis, I've got a, I've got a bit of a, it's more of a statement, I suppose, than a question. Yeah, go on, Baz, lay it on me. How good a broodmare is Bonnie Mack? Blue hen mare, she's had three foals to the races now. All black type winners. You've got Oxy Road, you've got Exceedance, and then in the weekend, you had who I know you got plenty of mac and cheese. You had a lovely, lovely meal of mac and cheese, and I'm not the only one that had a fill up in the weekend, Baz. <laughs> I know our boy to the left, Israel Dag, had a great weekend on the punt. Well, more of that, more of that as we do our thoroughbred NZTR Love Racing update after 6 30. Lads, can I just say what a privilege and an honour it is to be here with you? You, I Lord. will speak for a lot of New Zealand when I say, we watched you, you know, on the big stage. Baz, I remember you scooping Sean Tate at about a million miles an hour, <laughs> the wild thing. What was that, 2009? Long time ago, brother. And I remember, you know, Izzy Dag, tongue out, goosey. <laughs> and there's people sitting at home right now around the country, wherever they are around the country, listening to SCNZ thinking, how cool is this? So this is awesome. What a moment. And um, we couldn't be here without our sponsors, of course. The big one. Chemist Warehouse, their names on the wall, and for good right too. You're listening to Baz Nizzy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. This is awesome. What a moment it is. Let's get out of here. Let's come back. Plenty more to go. It is 16 minutes past six on Baz Nizzy for breakfast. Good morning. It is 21 minutes past six, and you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Now get your calls coming in on. 0800 150 811 and your text on double eight double three. Now, a massive prize, huge prize. The caller of the month will win a trip for two to Perth for the Bledisloe Cuppers. How good is that? Thanks to Ballpark Entertainment on SENZ. How good is that prize? Oh, that'll be an unbelievable prize to win, actually. So uh, if you're out there listening, call us up, have a chat to us and chew the fat. We'd love to hear from you. What about these texts too? Here's one coming in. I like this one. Morning team, listening in Southland. Love Southland. <laughs> is Kane Williamson going to double as your Formula One correspondent? <laughs> well, if he answers, maybe we'll have to have a chat. What if he's been watching, Bez? You reckon he's been watching? Uh, what, the Formula One? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope so. You hope so. But also, we've got another text message here. We've got up the U- uh, UMSBs, champion the champions, Muhammad from Matter Matter. Is that your team, Bez? Yes, it is, hey? Yes, it is. Talk us about through that, the final on uh, Saturday in Matter Matter. Oh, we've only got three hours for the shows. <laughs> so go on and on and on. No, nah, honestly. The mighty UMS. Congratulations, mate. You got the dub. Thanks, got brother. The win, eh? Thanks, brother. No, it was good fun, actually. We, um... Well, our B, t- B team, we played Leamington in the final, and it was obviously wet over the weekend. We played at Bedford Park, which we call the Field of Dreams in, in Matamata, a very small town with with a huge community 
invested in the in the rugby club. And uh, our A's were actually in the final as well against University. University unfortunately just got over the top of our A's, but the B's we um, yeah we we had a tight game. We went behind with 25 minutes to go. Is I played fullback. Um, haven't been able to walk for a day and a half since, but we went behind with 25 minutes to go, and then all the strength and fortitude and resolve of the UMS uh, side came to the fore, and we managed to get over the top of Leamington. But it was a great final. It was really good fun. Cool crowd there, and, and we managed to lift the title. So, at so people at home, Bears plays fullback. They want to know what does Bears, <laughs> the fullback, do? <laughs> Sell it, brother. Well, I'll tell you what I did do. I knocked one on on my own line at one point. <laughs> that was poor, poor for me. But no, I like to I like to try and, you know, play a bit of a link man is. I'm not sure I should really be talking too much about my footy in front of you. <laughs> I certainly didn't have that goose step that you used to have back in the day, bro. You got a little left foot spiral about you. I like to try and spiral, but I tried two spirals on Saturday into the wind. Is it just me? The balls don't fly as well as what they used to. Well, you're probably using a, an old Gilbert that doesn't really spin. And, and you know, once you know, when it's really wet, they fill up with water. Back at, when I was playing oh. it, we used to use those Adidas balls, and, and a lot of players out there, if they're listening, they know these Adidas balls, mate. You, you kick them really well. They go 70 metres on the fly, so you're probably using a brick. Drop punt or spiral? Drop man. punt. Yeah, I didn't really... Only time I tried to do a spiral was in Johannesburg over in um, at Ellis Park, and we were playing the Lions, and I had about you know five minutes in front of me because that's how far back the defence was, so I just thought, I'll absolutely <laughs> pump a spiral here. So I pumped it, and I nailed it, and it just flew, and it went dead. So I had to come back for a scrum on hour 22. So that was the last time I did a spiral because the Fords were absolutely spewing. Did you know in Franks? How what dark do the Fords get too, eh, if you mess something up? They get dark, mate. All I could just feel was daggers coming through my left side of my brain there. Corey <laughs> Flynn and all the old fellas absolutely puffing. Because when you're playing at altitude, you're, you know, in, in Johannesburg, you're altitude. You're tired. The boys are, are tired already, and I've just made them run forward. 20 metres and back to our 22 and defence on our line. So, yeah. well, that's the last and first and last time I went to a spiral. Well, thank you, Muhammad from Matamata, for prompting us with that question and getting giving me the opportunity to talk UMS. Up the UMS boys. Well played, lads. Great day at the club, and they will need to restock for next season, no doubt. Um, what else, mate? I think we've... Well, I just want to touch eh? on that club footy, you know, yeah. like uh, around the country, how, the importance of club footy and how how we need these clubs. Because a lot, a lot of clubs around New Zealand are probably struggling with with numbers, and and so I want to talk to you about why are you going back to the club and, and giving back? What, what what's given you that drive to to uh, get back there? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, first of all, rugby is our fabric, right? Mm. Like, when, that's what we we're born to do as as Kiwis, I think. Yeah, and, yeah, we know you you bet Dan Carter, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't even prompt you into that one. <laughs> DC, we'll get him on the show at some stage as well. The great DC yes. legend that he is. Um, but no, for me, mate, it was um, small town. Uh, great way to really invest yourself in the community and get to know a lot of people. And I think as well in, in rugby clubs, you, you get a lot of different cultures throughout the, the club. And I, I'm massive on that. I love diversity and the opportunity to meet new people and, and understand different cultures and, and experiences. So that's that's something that I've I've really enjoyed about being part of the club and and I think to me that's there's such a, a great feeling in a in a small community when you get in behind a sport like uh, like rugby and and when you go on and win it's kinda of handy as well. But 
Oh, just yeah, I've just been a bit of a the thing that's just irritating me at the moment. Just these, a lot of these clubs teams are struggling, and, and they are the lifeline, they are the production line for our, you know, future All Blacks or our future rugby players, and and they are struggling at the moment, especially with funding, and things like that. So for you, for showing someone like yourself, you know, an absolute legend of the game, obviously in cricket, but the numbers that you'd be able to draw to clubs. So it's, it's awesome that you're getting out there and doing the work. But we've got an awesome text message here. How good is having sports bit chat back on the road, uh, on the radio? Going to have to take my earphones to collect the cows and calves this morning. So how good is that? Well, how good is that? <laughs> By the way, we do have a segment on our show later on, which is going to be good crack. And I'd love if this... Can we please add our names? Because we want to speak to you. Because we'd love to get you back on later when we have our segment called Country Clueless. Both Izzy and I live on small lifestyle blocks. And we don't really know what we're doing, but we're having a crack. Oh, I think I got it right, Bess. Good, bro. Good. <laughs> Just, Izzy, I had the privilege of watching Baz play club footy down at the Field of Dreams, as he calls it. And you say that he must be an inspiration for the blokes around him. The, the crowd goes up. Yeah. When he gets the pill, I'm not... Baz, don't roll your eyes. It's true. I, I wasn't rolling my eyes. See, I was that's looking what at I his mean. reaction. That's what I mean. Like He'll be bringing people to the club rooms, and they're going to go in and spend money. So that's that's what it's about. It is. Good work, mate. It is. Thanks, bro. Give it, back to the people. Run straight, eh? Run straight, mate. Don't bounce out. Yeah. <laughs> Inside shoulder. Do I reckon one thing, you know, like you do heaps of backline moves. The best move is surely just hands, through the hands. <laughs> Fast hands, get it wide. Boy, M3 on the bounce. This is what I said to you yesterday. Your storm move, yeah. you, you bounce out too early. Don't say our moves because the opposition oh. might be listening. <laughs> hey, you've won. It's over. It's yeah, going I know, over. But we're going to go again. We're the going boys again are still next going. year. We're going round again next year. You will go around next, and you'll hear plenty about it on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Remember, give us a call any stage. Baz plugged that awesome prize we're giving away a trip to the Blitterzo. 0800 150 That is the Kennard's phone line. Get Trade Easy experience with Kennard's Hire. It's coming up to half past six on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. The Open this morning, and little birdie has told me that a man in this room has made an absolute skinful this weekend, so we'll talk all about that coming up very, very shortly. But now, and we're looking forward to bringing in this person to the show. She's an integral part. It's a privilege and it's an honour. Trudy, we cannot wait for this. Kubota, that's the news. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Here we go. Trudy Nelson. It's 6.30 and making SENZ News this hour. The South Island's west coast is in recovery mode this morning after wild weekend weather. The Buller River swamped Westport with unprecedented flooding, sewerage through homes and around 2,000 residents displaced. Some believe it's the worst flooding in 50 years with weeks of clean-up ahead. Footage uploaded to social media will be used to investigate a serious assault on a policeman at a West Auckland police station. Despite trying to retreat, the police officer was pushed over and punched in the head nearly a dozen times by a man in yesterday's attack. And he was the voice of news for many. Broadcasting legend Philip Sherry has died, with many remembering him as a true gentleman of the airwaves. Our national symbol, the Kiwi, now facing a new threat... And for some of tomorrow's schools, the funding doesn't add up. The devout Catholic's passing was announced yesterday afternoon at the Eucharistic Convention in Auckland. He was 87. SCNZ Radio.NZ Sport coming up. Kubota's range of construction, agriculture and implement machinery are helping to shape and build New Zealand.
The Northern Mystics have booked their place in the ANZ Premiership Grand Final, claiming the minor premiership on the back of a thrilling 56-54 win over the Pulse yesterday in Wellington. Colin Morikawa is the Open champion for 2021. He now joins Tiger Woods as the only second, well, only the second player to win both the Open Championship and PGA Championship before the age of 25. And Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes have claimed Formula One victory in the British Grand Prix at Silverstone, but the FIA says Hamilton's to blame for the first lap incident that put Max Verstappen out of the race and into hospital for precautionary tests. Oh, and the Penrith Panthers overcame the Warriors 30-16 in their NRL clash at Suncorp last night. Everything that's happening in sport. SNZradio.co.nz Fuchs Lubricants. German technology that pays back. Showers for all of the North Island for the new week. Fine spells later, though, for Gisborne and Hawke's Bay. Mainly fine for the South Island today, just scattered rain through Canterbury Central and Fiordland. And welcome to day one of SENZ. Thank you, Trudy. What a team we've got. Trudy, the voice of reason. We have Louie. We have Kieran in behind the glass. Saskia is stepping in for Joe today. And we are Baz and Izzy for breakfast. How good is this? Day one. So, so good. Now, we're going to throw to our good mate, Louie, who is going to bring us back into the racing world. Absolutely we are, Baz. And we love racing here. And I'm very, very appreciative that you brought racing up in the first break as well because it is worth mentioning, these are the old trackside frequencies, isn't it, aren't they? And, and we've got lots of the racing public that will be tuning in this morning. And in particular, I want to give loveracing.nz a shout-out. You're home for everything thoroughbred racing. Loveracing.nz. Is it true, Izzy Dag, <laughs> that you had a very good weekend on the punt? Well, I had a great weekend on the punt. My dad at home will be able to yeah, agree with us. Uh, I had a good weekend to, on the punt, and I enjoyed it. I, I actually backed some roughies. It was, it was a weekend for the roughies. You know, the tracks are wet, they're sloppy. Anything <laughs> can win, and I just backed the, uh, backed the winner. It's hard to argue with that. I might have a new racing expert. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the horse doesn't know what it's paying, right? That's been my philosophy right throughout my career, and it has not worked. But uh, maybe it's the time for the outside punter. Oh, mate, I don't know what, what it was about this horse, Vitesse, but you obviously you blokes know about it. I just backed it. I just checked a bit of form guide, you know. Well, dollar, dollar, Chrissy Waller. always soft track, and, uh, yeah, paid 21, so got the gravy in the end. It was good. And they were racing, of course, up at Ruakaka, and it was a great day racing. Now, um, Kenny Ray and Crystal williams Tohoto. whenever you go up to Ruakaka, the locals seem to really shine, Bears. They trifected the two-year-old feature on the car. Dream Queen kicked away beautifully, won in dominant fashion from Follow Your Dreams, who showed lovely progression. Then their roughy Van Diesel, Van Diesel, got up for third. Outstanding effort for the Ray williams Tohoto team. The next meeting is Avondale on Wednesday, an absolute graveyard for your man, Louis. So, are <laughs> <laughs> oh, we trying to keep the pocket in the wallet? The wallet in the pocket, even. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's this time of year can be quite difficult. I guess the new synthetic track over at Cambridge is quite good for that. At least you got the opportunity to be able to sort of race on, on slightly different tracks. But I don't mind the the mud tracks either, mate. I think sometimes it's not a bad thing. Some horses are bred to go in the wet. It's good to have options. Yeah, well, you were playing pretty well in the mud, apart from that one knock-on that you've brought up a couple of times, so don't let it live rent-free, Bears. You're home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz, racing's biggest fan. There you go, a little bit of racing, first thing. Thank you, mate. And we have something on today which is pretty exciting. It's going to be the first time that we see it 
master, is master, the quiz master. We have a little Quizzy dag. Show. Quizzy dag. Quizzy dag. Hey, great opportunity to get the, get the segments going. We've got Quizzy dag coming up. Give us a call, 0800 150 811. If you think you can uh, beat the quiz master, Quizzy dag. Temper. I've sponsored this. They've uh, put up a pillow worth three twenty nine dollars. dollars, mate. This pillow Whoa. is going to be so comfy. I might put one on the ground. Actually, I'm going to be living in this place. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks to Temper for providing the goods, and uh, yeah, looking forward to having a chat later on today. Izzy Dag, the Quizzy Dag, even the Quizmaster. There you go. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. The phone lines are blinging, bears. They are going off. People want to be a part of it. It's Bears and Izzy for breakfast coming up to 24 minutes away from 7 o'clock. Don't go anywhere because after this, he's Quizzy Dag. Adam's Chemist Warehouse opens seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Bears and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Bears and Izzy for breakfast. It is 41 minutes past six. And before we get on to Quizzy Dag, we are going to take a... Talkback Cooler, our first ever on SENZ and first on our breakfast show, it is Lance. Welcome, Lance. Hello, Lance. Well, maybe just a couple of little technicalities. Just on that phone line as well, the number is 0800 150 811. Kennard's phone line, of course. Get the trade easy experience with Kennard's Hire. Kennard's Hire is making trade easy with a two-hour delivery promise and heaps more. While we sort out that little phone call with Lance, why don't we start to warm into Quizzy Dagger. Quiz for the ages to prove yourself to the is master, the quiz master. It's Quizzy Dag. A quiz for the ages to prove yourself. To the quiz master, the is master, stay with me. Cause this might be an absolute disaster. Yeah. <laughs> no. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome into the first ever Quizzy Master. Quizzy Quiz with the Quiz Master is Master. We've got Callum on the line. Callum. Morning, guys. How you going? Good, mate. Good, morning, mate. How Callum. are ya? Yeah, wonderful. So. Good to have you on online, mate. Uh, so the, the thing is, we've got five questions here. You, right. get, you get five right, you win a temper palo with 329 bucks. How good does that sound? Sounds like dynamite, mate. Oh, yeah. If you get it wrong, we're just going to hang up on you yeah. straight away and go to the next caller. All good? Yep, great. We'll rip into it, brother. <laughs> so who scored a hat-trick in the All Blacks win over Fiji this weekend? Zibari. Yep. Well done. Too Turk. easy. Turk. Which netball franchise secured their spot in the grand final last night? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do you mean, no? Come on. Hang on, hang on. Hold on, hold on. Uh, what, what area was it from? What? North no, Island? Go, give us a go. Give Fly us a name. Hey? Firebirds. Nah. Fly See you, brother. <laughs> All right, Craig, you there? Yeah. Hey, morning, Craig. Gentlemen. Morning, mate. Morning. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of our journey. Kate. Oh, uh, thank you. Callum got uh, the first one right, so we're on the second question here, mate. You get them all right. You won a temper pillow worth 329 bucks. Here we go. Which netball franchise secured their spot in the grand final last night? 
Uh, the Mystics. Beautiful. Well done. Here we go. Next question. Which Kiwi icon won the 1963 edition of the Open the Championship? Uh, you get that one? You gone, Craig? Craig, are you there? Yes. Just make sure you turn your radio off there, bud. Go again, is he? Craig? I've got... Yep. Uh, what was the question again? What's Bob Charles? What? Yeah, Sabab Charles. Well done. Okay, here we go. Name one of the flag bearers for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Flag bearers. Uh, Valerie Adams. Sorry, mate. Got that wrong, butter. Better luck next time. Thanks, mate. Stephen, you on the line? Stephen, you there? G'day, guys. G'day, Stephen, mate. You got two questions and you're the winner, okay? You're going to nail it. Here we go, eh? How are you, Bezza? How are you, Bezza? Good, thanks, Stephen. See how you go with mm. this, my brother. Here we go. Yeah. Name one of the flag bearers for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Hamish Bond. Beautiful. All right, to take it home, to win the temper pillow, mate. Come on, Stephen. Sir Peter Blake was knighted in 1995 for his services in watch sport. Aye. Uh, yacht racing? Yes. Well done. There you go, Stephen. Congratulations, mate. You won a pillow with valued at $329 thanks to the team at Temper. Thanks, guys. And welcome. Welcome to a great to have sport back on the radio. Thank you, Stephen. Travel safe. Enjoy your sleep on the Temper pillow. Wow, we quizzy, quizzy dag. <laughs> what do you think is? Oh, I thought it went really well. Um, the yeah. best part was your little rap intro. How good. <laughs> are you going to do that every day or I'll are you going to change day. it up? Yeah, I'll do that every day. Same uh, one or a different yeah, one? Yeah, it's quite a nice and warming, uh, welcoming kind of tune, so I had to make it welcoming and I'm really excited. That was a nice, easy start. Anyway, so well done, Stephen. Baz, do you remember this by any chance? <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. This is not your first rodeo when it comes to rapping, right? Oh, I've had a few uh, singles out there. And I told you, actually, you're the flair man. <laughs> but that was actually a good cause. We raised money for Starship Hospital and uh, child cancer. So my, mate, good end, my good mate Andy Ellis, Robbie Fruin, uh, Talusa Viunu, uh, uh, Willie Hines. It was actually quite funny because... Um, the five of us had no hair, so we're actually what, I love how you said had no hair. So had no hair. Obviously got a lot of hair now at the moment, but um, we had no hair, so a lot of everybody used to call us the Sea City Bald Brothers. But hey, that aside, we raised money for a great cause, and it was yeah, it was good fun. That's awesome. Andy Ellis, he's over in New York now, right? Yeah, Andy Ellis over playing the, the major league over there, and um, it's actually a great competition to watch. There's a lot of it on on TV at the moment, and Andy Ellis over in New York, and they just made the the playoffs. I can see. So Andy's living a dream, mate. He's living in. I seen he was travelling through the Hamptons the other week with his family, and oh, lovely. Lucky for some, and living in New York. My best mate's actually just about to move over to New York from Auckland. At the end of this month, and I've hooked the two of them up, so hopefully um, they'll be able to catch up. Kiwis abroad, try and connect a few Kiwis, and maybe he might even try and get them into the rugby club too. Uh, what have we got here? It is 0800 150 is our got phone line. Got a great line. text here, Bex. On the double eight double three. what's the text, bro? Good stuff, lads. I was there the day Bears smashes 100. I'm here day one as well, smashing the radio gig, my man. 
What a, what a special day that was over in in the IPL for your Calcutta Knight Riders. I remember watching that. 156, yeah, you know? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take, you know? Yeah, no, that was a special day. Changed my life, actually, I must say. I don't know why I got the opportunity, but I did. And they talk about sliding doors moments, and that was certainly one of them. So I guess when opportunity does present, when it comes knocking, if you take it, it can have quite an important part of or impact on your life. And that certainly did that day for me. But anyway, that's a long time ago, and this is a new venture. And this is an exciting day for you us all. You hate talking about yourself, eh? Yeah, I'm not big on it. But anyway, that's a Kiwi trait, right? Yes. But I love talking about other Kiwis, especially those who are doing well all around the world. Um, I think we've got some incredible athletes who are going to be obviously doing their thing on the Olympic stage over in Tokyo too, which we'll get onto at some point. But for now, we are going to have to pay the bills. Yes, Baz. Louis. It's very well pointed out. Ryan Fox is one of those great Kiwis that you're speaking about. Yep. Didn't have the best day today. Yeah, but that's okay. He was there or thereabouts. He had a crack and then he got to walk the fairways with Brooke Kips, Brooke Kepka, Brooks Kepka, get my words out. And, I mean, that would have been a great experience. Maybe just try a little hard. Uh, there's probably a bit of that. Phil Tatorangi, who's come on board, and he'll be on with Smithy later today. He gave us a bit of oil in the text, didn't he, about Foxy. We're going to get to that after this, and we'll also look at who won it and then who really won. Because there's one winner, and it wasn't me. And it probably wasn't you either, Baz, but one guy picked this like a dirty nose. And we're going to get to that after this. We'll cover the Open at 11 and a half minutes away from 7 on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Hey guys, Beaver here. If it's happening in New Zealand sport, you'll hear it here on SENZ. It's Kiwi for sport. Head into Chemist Warehouse, open seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Five and a half minutes to seven, and this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Double eight double three is our text number. We have a text here from Suzanne. Loving it so far, guys. Great quizzy dag. Looking forward to you talking netball and some women's sport. Cheers, Suzanne. Spot on, Suzanne. We're looking forward to talking all sports, both women's and men's sports. And congratulations on that to the Mystics last night for beating the Pulse. 56-54 in a cliffhanger in Wellington. And as the first time is in 10 years that the Mystics are going to go on to play a final. Yeah, my beloved Central Pulse. I know my sister back in Hawke's Bay, she'll be hurting with the Pulse. Uh, they've just been struggling a little bit this year with, with results. But great to see Northern Mystics getting, the home, yeah, getting in the final for the first time in 10 years. So uh, like you just said, Suzanne, we're going to promote all sports, women's and men's, because that's how good Kiwis are. We pump in every type of sport, men and women. So pretty exciting times. That's right, and we are going to just move straight on to the Open Last night, Ryan Fox, he was sitting pretty after three rounds. Unfortunately, things didn't go quite so good from yesterday with six over, uh, six over pass score of 76. But he would have taken so much from this week. He was there or thereabouts. I think he was sitting 24th um, heading into the final he round. He got up to ninth. Uh, ninth, he was tight. He was uh, four under after after two rounds, so he was only three or four shots off the lead. And um, he had to take so much confidence out of that. Obviously, today was a lot harder. Mm. The, the scoring wasn't as good as the first two days. Um, I think it was a bit of wind, yeah, pin placements, and that's that's what the RNA and and the Open are doing. They make these you know these golf courses hard. You see the rough, mate. You hit in the rough. You, you're chopping a spade out of trying to get your ball out of there. So you don't. You go left to right, and that's that's Ryan Fox's game. He is a power driver. Yeah, that's what I was to, about to say. Mm. He's a 
it's the exciting aspect of Ryan Fox, right? He's got the ability to go super low, but he might have the odd blowout. But I think that's quite compelling viewing. Hey, that's aggressive golf. We're yeah. all aggressive golfers. If there's an opportunity going two, I'm taking it 100. percent I'm driver off the deck. <laughs> and that's that's Ryan Fox. It'd be, it'd be interesting to speak to um, when Smitty's show comes up after us, and he's got Phil Tatarangi on, who is a good mate of ours. It'd be great to be able to chat to them and just see what but, I don't want to not wait. even just Ryan Fox Daniel Hillier he was over there playing in the open his first time and then we've got Lydia Coe over and I think she's going to the air playing in the Evian this weekend so we've got some amazing golfers which is doing amazing things for, for golf New Zealand and you picked the winner I picked the winner. How do you do that? <laughs> Who did win? It's 31 to 1 let's be honest I've, I've taken Colin Morikawa the last four majors and the major, the time I take him, I put the least amount of money on him today. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I picked him at 31 odds, and uh, he came on trumps in the end there. Louis Ossazen, I feel so sorry for him. He's came second six times in a major. He was leading by one shot, but yeah, I picked the winner. Let's just yes. go back a little bit. Thirty-one to one. You said you didn't have, to, you didn't put a lot on. You don't have to put a lot on. No, you don't have to. Thirty-one to one. No, no, no. That's that's what I mean. It was, it was a safe and uh, steady gamble, and the gamble paid off. It's been a great weekend on the punt, especially when you're taking Vitesse at twenty-ones at, at a Imagine bottomless rand. Like it's up. I don't say that because then he'll start doing it. So, I'm going to multi it up next time. <laughs> so the beauty of Baz and Izzy for breakfast is we're 6am till 9am. So that means we've got all day, Izzy, for you to spend a little bit of that hard earn from the weekend on me at lunch. No, I'll shout you lunch, Baz. I'll oh. definitely shout you lunch, but I'm going to go buy my beautiful wife a nice bee present, I think. Oh, look oh, at you go. you go. Yeah, good, Izzy. Might even get Trudy something. <laughs> <laughs> What a team. What a team. And Trudy is coming up very shortly with our news again at 7am. What about um, what about the Warriors as well? I know we spoke to them about them earlier on, but where do they go from here, mate? They've got a few injuries. Yeah, yeah. well, look, they're just going to try and um, end the season well and obviously, yeah, a few injuries came through. Hopefully Roger Tuivasa-Shek isn't too seriously injured. I know he took a bit of a knock yesterday's game. Um, you know, hopefully that's not the end of Roger's uh, season with the Warriors, but look, it is what it is, and um, we'll just keep supporting the Warriors, and, and they're doing us proud. They're gonna have to regroup, aren't they? Yep, hundred percent. Hey, Baz, an awesome text here. Hey guys, what can we? Where can we stream you? Sonos speakers with streaming, etc. Can't get you on iHeart. Well, that's because we've got our own app. SENZ in the App Store. Go have a look at that and you won't be able to miss anyone. Smithy up after us. Staffy in the Arvos. Drive with Beaver, Sam. And then when Kirsty and Ricky get back, but you'll hear plenty of them until then as well. News is next with Trudy and, of course, Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Coming up to 7am. After 7am, Izzy's old skipper, Karen Reid. Don't go anywhere. Shop online and in store at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Three minutes past seven and this is the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Well, what now? What now? That was crikey. The expectation, the anticipation of the first hour of our new radio station, ECNZ, has finally launched and we're through the first hour. Mate, I just want to give you a clap, mate. 
we, like you said, we didn't go to broadcasting school, and you're no, leading we the way. You're leading the way, Skip, and I'm I'm so proud to be on this journey with you, mate. And I just want to say, hats off to you. Oh, you're doing thanks, extremely well, man. Thank you, mate. Keep I'm loving up. your flair, <laughs> loving your flair, and we're lucky that we've got a good team. We've got a great Louis, team. Trudy, Karen, Saskia, what a team. Um, look, well, we've covered off some some pretty cool stuff over mm. the last hour, and we've got a huge hour coming up as well. I think obviously the All Blacks naming squad naming later on today as well. We've got we've talked golf already. We've talked Warriors. We've got some pretty sweet guests coming up as well. We've had Izzy Dag, uh, the Quizzy Dag. We've you've got another segment coming up too, which we won't say just yet, but that's going to be good crack. Um, all Black squad, the Olympics. We'll talk about that as well. Kieran Reed, mm. Kane Williamson. Yeah, we got some good. We got up. another special guest as well. He wants to wish a few of the lads all the best. Where are you at with Kane, Baz? What, what, are you, what odds are you giving him right now? Oh mate, he's running me flat here, <laughs> Nossie. Come on, Nossie. <laughs> he's mate, he's oh, oh, the... here we go. Hang on, hang on. We got something. We got something. What did he say? What did he, he say? Didn't, he didn't come on. He didn't say double eight, double three. He, he's just sent me a private one. Yep, all good, bro. Had a big day, bro. Go easy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Kano. That's the Kano we don't know. Legend. Okay. We'll make sure we get someone on the phone lines to get Kane in here. But that's that's pretty pretty awesome. To be able to get access to Karen Reed, Kane Williamson, and some of the other guys we're going to get is is fairly amazing. Yeah. Like you said, um, Bears, we've got a good, great opportunity this morning to, to chat to... The legend. He does needs no introduction, really. He's played 128 caps for the All Blacks, 52 of those in charge of as our captain. He's a two-time World Cup winner. But more than that, he's a father to his beautiful family. He's my part-time golf buddy and good friend, Kieran Reid. G'day, Reedo. Oh, morning, Izzy. How are we going? Good, Dad, mate. How are you going, lads? Hello, Rito. Hey, how have you been? And how's retirement been treating you? I know you're retired. A lot of time at home with the family. Yeah, it's been awesome, actually, mate. You know, it's uh, yeah, obviously been back in the country for about six weeks now, post Japan, and just really enjoying the time with the family and reconnecting and get along to the school uh, sport and all that stuff. So, no, it's been really good. Hey, mate, it didn't take you long to find your next niche, and uh, obviously, first three All Blacks tests of the year under the belt. You obviously were watching it, doing some work with Sky and the broadcasting sense. Uh, what's your take? From those first three tests from the All Blacks, what can we take much? What, what can we take out of it from the All Blacks sense of it, side of it? I think the, I think the All Blacks would take a lot of, out of it. I guess like it's um you know you can't beat playing together. You know you can train all, all you all you want. So um, getting those games on your belt, even though they were you know fairly one sided, I think um, the combinations that they showed would will be will be good for them in the future. And I think Fiji were awesome. You know they and Dunedin put us under so much pressure. Um, with their physicality and just with their ability at the breakdown. So, you know, you need that as a player um, and as a team. Um, so I know Fozzie will be pretty happy with, I guess, where they're at. Um, I've seen a few of them in the shed after the game on Saturday and uh, they seemed in a pretty buoyant mood, to be honest. Nice. Uh, Rito Baz here, mate. Hey, um, you've been out of the game now for, a, a, well, from the All Blacks anyway, for a, a couple of years. You've been overseas for a little bit. How, have you had an opportunity to be able to... I guess look back on your time as All Blacks captain and, and your opportunity as a custodian of the jersey. Oh, look, a little bit. There's, it's, it's funny. I don't think I don't really probably similar. You know, you just kind of been there and, and you love it when you're there. And then 
you get out and, hey, I'm pretty happy to be on this side now and watching the game. So I haven't looked too much, too far back. Like, I've done a little bit of reflection on, on across my career, I guess, in, t- in terms of leadership space and, and kind of learnings that I could have taken out of my career. But, um, look, I just lived, loved every moment, I guess, that you're in it. And then, um, yeah, very, actually, you know, quite happy to be on the other side of it now, I think. <laughs> Hey, Rito, uh, obviously your good mate Sam Whitelock's taken over the reins. He's leading the team very well. Has he t- reached out to you just to get a few pointers? Obviously you had 52 times in charge of the, as, as captain of our team. Has he reached out and you? How do you think he's he's been leading the, the troops well? Um, no, he hasn't really reached out. I did catch up with him before the series. But no, he's, um, I think he's been really good. I think the best thing is, is that he's, you know, he's probably one of our best players on the field, certainly yeah. in the forwards eh, um, across that series. So that really helps um, as a leader, commanding that respect and stuff. And he's always had that um, within the team. You know, he's that guy who just goes ahead of his business and works really hard. So been really impressed with him. Um, and I think he's, you know, he's that natural leader, isn't he, really? Um, demands a lot of guys around him, uh, which is, you know, fairly important as well. Hey, mate, obviously Australia uh, had a, a wonderful series against uh, a French, you know, tipping them up three, uh, yeah. three or two games to one. Um, have you watched those games and you're pretty impressed with um, how they're tracking towards these bledders? I think they were coming in with a lot of confidence leading up to August 7th in Auckland. Yeah, I think that's that's the word, eh? The confidence that they'll get out of that series. Like, I'm not sure if... Um, you know, looking at the games very tight and the French weren't their, their top side but, you know, for any team that gets a win in the series, it's, it's going to give you confidence and you could kind of tell the, maybe the camaraderie that the Wallabies have that potentially they haven't had in the past you know, after the, after the series, you know they're celebrating together and, and look like they're having a good time and my old mate my new um, new mate Michael Hooper um, yes. you know, was putting pics up on Instagram which he doesn't normally do, so it's um, uh, you know, so I think that's probably a weary sign for for New Zealand fans. Were you telling them to calm down, you know? Rito? <laughs> <laughs> Would Michael Hooper make your uh, Wednesday golf group, Rito? <laughs> oh, you know, he got the invite, um, and he turned up every now and then. He turned up every now and then. No, he, he's a good man, really good lad, and uh, it's pretty. You know, it's, you'd probably get to do it a bit in cricket with the IPL and things, but for for us, say it's um, was awesome to play with different. Uh, nationalities and things in Japan um, and obviously a guy who I butted heads against for a long time and you kind of don't really get to see the other side in footy um, you know if, if there's a loser you kind of get off the field pretty quickly uh, and don't, don't stay around to chat so uh, it's good to have a you know spend a bit of time with him I guess that's the thing in that sport we're all just trying to do the same thing and there's a mutual respect there once you get the opportunity to break those barriers down and share some of those um, I guess uh, cultural experiences together as well. So I just want to carry on this golf group because Izzy has just been talking it up for a long time. <laughs> so your golf, what's your golf like, Rito? <laughs> Strong off the tee, I'm guessing. No, my, no you know, no, it's, if I, my tee's probably pretty strong at the moment. Um, I actually don't have a handicap right now. Oh, oh, I, I, had to give, I had to give him 19 shots. Jokes. Was it 19 <laughs> shots I gave you? Couldn't believe. No, you didn't. You gave me sixteen, but oh. I was definitely not sixteen. But why haven't you got a handicap? Oh, yeah, you know, kids. Last ten years, you know, I haven't played. He doesn't want to buy a membership, so. mate. That's why golf courses are struggling. Come on, Rito. Surely you're still you still get a drink after a billion yen. But, yeah? 
<laughs> no, so actually, first time, well, first time in a long time in Japan, I actually got up regularly and played. And so it was, it was bloody good, really enjoyed it. So um, I'm looking forward to, to getting out a bit more with Izzy. Um, so now I can get him down the stretch because he'll, he'll crumble under pressure. <laughs> Oi, you said that. And you remember that part, mate? Under pressure uh, drained yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Hey, yeah, Rita. No, um, it was, uh, it was good. Hey, just want to chat back to the to, to the All Blacks. Obviously, this year, you know, people are looking for results, um, looking for a bit of a statement. What are you hoping to get out this year from the All Blacks as as a squad, as a team? Um, oh, look, I think they've got to be very dominant. I, I guess um, you know you want to see them getting back to their strength of, of how they play the game. So it's you know playing and throwing the ball around and and using their strengths that they have in their squad. And I think. Um, the biggest thing is you want to see it doing it really well. Um, I think they're going to be competitive matches because the Aussies look like they're on the improve and the South Africans, it's an unknown, I guess, mm. at the moment, but you know they're going to be pretty pumped up. So oh, it's going to be a tough series, uh, kind of year for them, but you know you want to you want to see them be really dominant. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Nice. Put your uh, put your skipper's hat back on, mate. Which uh, which area of the All Blacks? Currently, would you like to see just bolstered, or, or are you most excited about? Um, oh, I think I'm most excited about like looking at how our midfielders will go this year. Um, yeah. You know, a few new, well, kind of Anton Leonard Brown coming back. I think David Havili is probably mm. in the last two tests has probably done enough, and I think that he kind of adds something really a little point of difference for us in that midfield, which. I think we'll hopefully um, really open up our outsides and give our guys space. Like Cecilia Reese, who's outstanding. So that's one part, and I think also probably the the other one is it's going to have is going to be tested, and we're going to have to improve on over the years. Our as our set, our forward our forward place, not necessarily our set piece because our set piece is really good, but just you know the ruck smalls, uh, making sure that we're physicality um, within those to win those battles. Um, so that's going to be, I think, the biggest test for, for our forward pack this year. Oh, Rito, thanks for joining us, mate. Just before you go, one more question. Retirement, what's, what's the plan next, mate? Tell us what you're going to get into and what you're up to. Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's interesting. But now I'm, I'm looking at, you know, doing something in the leadership space. So I'm really excited about that. Nice. I'm creating a little program that I can uh, utilise um, across the board, really, into sport and business and, and everything. So uh, I feel like I've... A lot of lessons uh, that I've learnt, and uh, looking forward to you know, sharing that with a few people uh, when I've got it all sorted. Well, there you go, mate. That's a great plug for the Le- Karen Reed leadership course coming up, mate. You're looking oh, for there you go, mate. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Thanks, thanks, thanks very much, Rita, mate. It's um, it's great to have you on board. Our first ever show on ECNZ to have someone of your status and standing within not just the game of rugby but also New Zealanders. So thanks, mate. Cheers, Rita. And it is 14 minutes past seven. And before we get off to another break, we have another temper pillow to give away. All you have to do is text double eight double three and tell us how and where you're listening from. Oh, how good. Thanks, Temper. $329. You'd be hoping you get it. How did you guys sleep last night? I was, I was actually out. I was out scratchy. Doing... I was a bit scratchy. Look, I was rehearsing my my little three-line rap for about an hour. Um, but, look, I was, I was lying there. I was probably like bears. I was just thinking about this morning and, and the opportunity that lies ahead of us and, uh, you know, the, the privilege that we've been given to 
uh, speak sport on the airways is something that we've given us so much over the years. So, yeah, I was pretty dusty sleep, but um, it's great to be here this morning. It is an absolute privilege. And you know what? We're lucky, though, because you, you have a dusty sleep. And what do you do? Well, you wake up and thanks to McCafe, our official coffee partner, you get yourself a lovely cuppa. And they are good coffees indeed. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. For Chemist Warehouse, you're listening to... Yeah, as I say, Bass and Izzy for breakfast. Great savings every day, and it's worth shouting out Azman and Razia Harun and, of course, Rutani at Chemist Warehouse. Really, really appreciate your support. Your name's on the wall next to Baz and Izzy there for SENZ. As Baz said, double eight, double three. How and where you are listening around the country for another temper pillow after this? Oh, Wayne Smith once called them the bomb squad, and Izzy Dag's about to show us why. It is 16 minutes past seven. Chemist Warehouse opens seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. 21 minutes past seven and this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Keep those texts coming in on double eight double three as well and remember that we have the temper pillow to give away. All of you, all you have to do is just text us on that double eight double three. But you need to tell us how and where you're listening, and then we will choose one winner today, won't we? As one hundred percent, we've got a great text here, Bears. This is uh, Bears and Izzy. Great to hear you guys. Looking forward to hearing you guys for many years to come. Go get it, boys. That's from Marty and Dunedin. So cheers, Marty. Thanks for tuning in and and supporting the lads. Good man, love Dunedin, obviously. Uh, also, the phone line too, 0800 150 811, and now it's the Kennard's phone line. Get the trade easy experience with Kennard's Hire. Kennard's Hire is making trade easy with the two-out delivery promise and heaps more. We have John on the phone from Upper Hut. Here. Are you with us, John? Can you join me? Now, we're going to take a few you risks. You guys enjoying your first morning? We are, thanks, John. We're going to take hey, a John? few risks, and we're just going to open it up and see what you got for us, John. Oh, yeah. I was just, uh, reg- I'm a big fan of SCN. Listen to um, 11, 18, SCN, and uh, Melbourne all the time. I'm glad Hutchie's opening up the tech book for you guys. For the love, fella. New Zealand. Thanks, mate. And, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I was. I remember a moment, uh, you, you were on... Um, Tim and Gaz's morning show, and um, Gaz came up with a pretty unique terminology for how well you're seeing the ball. What do you say? Was, uh, saying, uh, see it like a pineapple. Do you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> like a pineapple. Oh, I'm pleased it stuck with you, though. <laughs> that's brilliant, oh, John. Oh, mate, I'll never forget that. That was a really good one. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. cool to have you guys on board, so thanks for, uh, thanks for doing it. Good man, thank you, John. Keep keep coming back to us, mate. It's great to hear your voice. Like a pineapple, Bez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Bez, tell us that's about gold. those days when you're out there. Is it actually true? Like when you're out there betting for a very long period of time, and the ball, like obviously the ball, does it does it double in size, and you actually can see it a lot clearer? It happens very, very infrequently. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it looked like a golf ball is. But, uh, we might ask. Well, there's a good question you can ask Kane later on. Yes. When he comes on our show, we hope. But in the meantime, we have something which I'm really excited about because I think there is a hot topic coming. It is going to be interesting to see how you guys all respond to it. It is Izzy's Bomb Squad. Izzy's Bomb Squad. Yeah, 
Thanks, uh, lads. Thanks for having, listening to me and uh, giving me this opportunity. Yeah, over the weekend, look, I was just something that's pretty hit pretty close to to me and and hit me pretty personally. Like there was an article uh, written by Darcy Watergrave and it was interviewing John Hart, and it made me think uh, about it. It's, it was just talking about Ian Foster and the coaching position, and um, you know, uh, John Hart. Actually, I've got a few quotes here. The spectre of, jo- of Scott Robinson in the background isn't helping. For media, any time there is anything but 100% performance, there's a questioning of the coach, which is not helping the coach or helping the team. And the one that really hit home for me was I think the most important thing now is that we get behind Foster and at the end of the year, or whenever it might be, we then make the judgment call on whether he goes forward or not. He's a smart guy, he's a good coach, and he should just get on with it and be left to get on with it. And look, I'll be honest, I was a big advocate for Scotty Robinson and, and Razor. I love the way he coached, his, his, um, you know, the way he, he, his ideas he brought to the game. He was very inventive, you know, he was, um, he was very uh, creative with his, his mindsets, his ability to connect with players. So, so don't get me wrong, I love raising what he was about. But the more I thought about it, it made me think. Like, like the thing is, Fozzie's got the job. He's got the job now. We need to just support him. We need to back him 100%. Because at the moment, people are just looking for those little nitty-gritty things, like a little drop pass, so little things that happen in the game. And I feel like that's un fair pressure that, that, that us as a public and as, as people are putting on Fozzie to do his job. He's not out there playing the game, but I feel like the way as as a nation, how passionate we are about our All Blacks team, that we go straight to blame the coach. So I, I just feel that, and, and don't get me wrong, like probably three weeks ago I was probably still going with, um, you know, Razor, but... Fozzie is the man, and I've got a lot of time for Fozzie. He is a great coach, he has a great mind, and he is a good person, and he is the man to do the job right now. So for us as a nation and as people, I feel like we need to back him and support him. So that's my little five cents there. If you've got any texts, text double eight double three or 0800 150 811. Give us a call and have a wee chat. I feel like we can have a big discussion about this, because I feel like there's some unfair pressure on him at the moment, Bez. Yeah, ma. We talked about this before we came on here, and I, was, I encourage you to really put this out there because I think this is a, a really important point for for a sport in our country. Is yeah. I mean, Scott Robinson is clearly an unbelievable coach, and his time will his hopefully time will come. come. Yeah, but Ian Foster is in the position at the moment, and former um, All Blacks coach John Hart knows the pressures have been in and around it. Yeah, and I think it's a great point, and, and I think it's a, a better point made by you who has had a lot of experience with Scott Robertson previously. So I think it's really important that we should get in behind those who are in the positions that they're in now. He's doing a good job. Give him that support and take away any of that white noise which can happen by the the external pressures which which we can all put on on our coaches and our players. I just, yeah, I felt a bit nervous obviously speaking about this because I've, I've been in part of, part of the squad before and, and Foster... Mate, he gave me most of my opportunities, if not all my opportunities. So I got a lot of time for him. And but like I said, I, I love Razor, so I was kind of stuck in the middle. But I feel like it's something we need to talk about and we need to open up about because it's unfair on, on Fozzie. He's in there doing the job now. So what? We just got to back him, back him to a hundred percent. And then end of the year, whatever happens, then we make those decisions. But this year, right now, this moment, this time, let's back in Foster to the walls. And support our All Blacks men and, and, and for them to, on their journey to hopefully do us proud. So that's all I've got to say. If you've got any texts or any calls, give us a call. 0800 150 811. Things all right.
Hey, Izzy, just a follow-up on that as the McCafe coffee order comes in. Um, mm. What? That's Thanks, really Trudy. important kind of um, analysis from a guy who understands the camp and how the inner sanctum works. Do you think the players feel like that? Oh, I, I think the players, they, they trust and they back Fozzie. Like, and they should. He's in the coach. He's their coach. He's their leader. And he's the one giving the messages. Not not just him. He's, they've got Plumtree and Brad Moore, but he is the... He is their, you know, their, their king, their kind of guy that's standing on the top of the, the hill, mountain, and saying, look, boys, this is what we need to do. Um, so, yeah, I don't think they take any notice of what's been said out in the public and the media, but I just feel like, like a, as general fans and, and public around the around New Zealand, we need to support him and just back him, and then reality is, reality is if he doesn't get the job done, then they've got to make those decisions. But right now, this moment, let's support him. That's Izzy's bomb squad, eh? How good. Very, How good. Very good. Day one, Baz, and the texts keep streaming in. Jim and Tamuka win, uh, Tamuka win South Canny Senior Rugby Championship 33-3. Welcome to my radio. Thank you, Jim. Remember, anyone that texts 8833 goes in the draw for a temper pillow. And um, Izzy's bomb squad, he started very, very flash. Baz, you'll be on the charge at some stage this week, so you got, you got something in mind? Yeah, we'll come up with something. Definitely. We will. But for now, I'm just enjoying listening to Izzy. Infectious, <laughs> infectious personality and passion. I love the name Bomb Squad because of what it means to your your previous era of uh, of playing in the back three. Absolutely. Coming up now, though, it is the news with Trudy and Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand in the second half of this hour. Oh, we're going to get country clueless. And I can't wait to bring this to the people. This is going to be fantastic. A couple of lifestyle... Well, we'll call, I think you guys are... It's battlers. That's a, a term of endearment. So we'll get to that coming up. 32 minutes past seven. And this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're going to talk all sport. And Louis is going to give us a bit of a wrap on some sports news from around the globe. I'll try, Baz, but Trudy's so thorough. I was just thinking to myself as Trudy's reading her sports news. Oh, that's that's what I wanted to cover, but I, I don't think when a major golf championship comes around you can talk about it too much. Well, do you agree with that, Izzy? Mm. Colin Morikawa, <laughs> what an absolute barnstorming kind of entrance to the golfing scene he's had. Remember his PGA championship down in, uh, where was that, the Bay, the Bay Area on the uh, western coast of America. He drove that par four and got it to the green on the 16th. His backswing, you guys are a couple of golf nuffies, how composed is he in oh, the backswing, is he? he it's slow, eh? He's really slow on the Methodical. backswing. And then he just really... Pulls it through, get, activates the core, which I don't have. Activates <laughs> the core and just really compresses that ball. So, yeah, kudos to, to Colin Morikawa. Thanks for filling up my TAB account. Great track too, isn't it? St. George's. What a track. Have you played? I have played. I have played it. A lot of bunkers. <laughs> yeah. Bunkers? Those are craters, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, those, you can't even see the person in there. Yeah, that's right. You had to walk it too, and I'm more of a sort of no-cart, no-start type of golfer. So right. It was a long old day. Blustery too from memory. Was the rough as thick as it was on the in the open? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still be there if that was the case. And um, Trudy also pointed out, for all the Drive to Survive F1 fans out there, and trust me, there are so many of them. What an awesome series that was on Netflix. 
This morning's British Grand Prix, where Kane Williamson has been all day when he's going to join us after eight. Had all the drama they would have been craving, Lewis Hamilton wins his home GP for the get this, the eighth time. He is an elite talent, and that Mercedes machine is so well oiled. Literally and figuratively, I guess. Uh, the controversy never far away, as is the case with Formula One. He's been accused of dirty driving as he held his line and shunted Max Verstappen. So that, the, the driver's standings um, really squeezes up now. Hamilton only behind Verstappen by eight points. Fantastic drama in the Formula One, Baz. And I believe you've got a bit of a cooler on the line, which is fantastic. 0800 150 811 and... Without any further ado, Bez, who is it? What do we got going on? Michael. Michael's on the phone. Let's hear what Michael's got to say. G'day, Michael. Can we get Michael on the line in the... Michael. Michael, are you there? Hello? Yeah, there you go, I'm Michael. here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yes, can hear you now, Mike. Hello. How Good are morning. You? All right. Excellent. Hey, look, I was, I was just thinking, I was hearing Izzy talking about the uh, imposter thing, and I think one of the... One of the, the, the fears that people have is that maybe he didn't have such a great record with the Chiefs. Yeah. But uh, my, my thought there was, uh, Brendan, when you were coaching Otago, when you were captaining Otago, yep. were you as good a captain as you were uh, five or six years later when you were captaining the Black Caps, or do you think you learned and improved? I think that's a great point, Michael. You're spot on. I think uh, after a period of time, and, and obviously a... Um, at the stage of your career or life, then you've definitely got some experiences to be able to call call upon. And, and some of those are good ones and some of them are not so good ones, but I think it, it makes you more rounded as a leader. And I, I totally agree. I think Ian Foster as an All Blacks coach along the road from when he was the Chiefs coach is a far better product. Is that yeah, what you, uh, look, you mean? He's had, yeah, look, he's had an apprenticeship effectively. Like he was, a, he was obviously a, a good enough coach who was coaching at super rugby level and then brought into... Your Blacks environment. They got to to work with Wayne Smith and with uh, Steve Hansen, and and you know, there's no way that you can come out of that environment and not be a better coach. Yeah, uh, so yeah, ju- judging him by what he did ten years ago is is foolish. We need to look at what the All Blacks are doing now, and they're winning games. Yes, I, I totally agree, and that, and that really makes sense, mate. And, and to be honest, when he was coaching the All Blacks, he was a lot more hands-on. It's a totally different role now when you're a head coach. You're a bit, bit more of a helicopter view, you're, you're man management. So it's a totally th- uh, different kind of side of it. But I, I totally agree with you, mate. We've got to give him time. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of Razor. Razor is an unbelievable coach. But right now, Fozzie has the job, so we need to support him and back him to the, to the end. Surely. There you go. Thank you, Michael, for giving us a call on the Kennards Open Line. Remember, please keep calling and texting throughout the morning where you're listening and how you're listening. It's our first morning, so you can't overdo it. We want to know. It's very exciting for us all. Coming up after this, we're going to hear from one of your guys' great mates. Do we want to say who it is? Should we tell people who it is or should we leave it for a surprise, Baz? Um, what do you want to do? Tell them. Tell them? Give the people what they want, Louis. If I say the initials DC, I reckon everybody knows exactly who I mean. Dan Carter coming up after this to wish, well, maybe, Baz and Izzy farewell. Good luck for their new journey. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's 23 minutes away from eight. Eden's Chemist Warehouse opens seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning. Welcome back. It's 18 minutes to eight. This morning on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast show. And we've got Apirahama on the line to chat. How are you? Good morning. 
Morena boys, how are you? Morena brother. Great to, great to uh, have some sport back on the radio first and foremost, and uh, good start, men. Hey, Izzy, um, your bomb squad chat. I think um, most New Zealanders, like, they're supportive of the ABs and supportive of um, Foster generally. Yeah. Um, I think but when the point was made, it felt a bit like boys for the uh, jobs for the boys type scenario, you know, because it was part of the previous setup. Yeah. What more did Razor Razor need to do really to get the gig? Yeah. And uh, last, you know, I think Aussie and Aussies weren't great sides last year, mm. and we lost to them both. Yeah. So I think there's, I think people are supportive, but you also, we all watch our rugby with a critical eye, right? Yeah. Yep. That's what we do. So I don't want us to be cheerleaders. I want us to be supportive, but also questioning things. And like yeah. you know, the breakdown last week against. Uh, Yep. Fiji. Um, some of our back play, which, you know, last year almost looked like we relied on individual brilliance rather than creativity and innovation. Yep. And so you look around, oh, there's Tony Brown, look what he's doing, look at look what Razor's doing. I think that's that's yeah. the questioning. Obviously some people have an accent to grind yep. for provincial blah 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 reasons. Yep. But we wanna be supportive but not cheerleaders is probably my point. No, that's a good point. Thank you very much, Peter Harmer. That is a good point. We are here to not only champion our champions, but also to ask some good investigative questions and to challenge where needed too. So thank you very much, mate. One from And from one informative all-black opinion to another right throughout the show, we have asked a few of our old friends to pass comment, and on today's occasion, that is the great Dan Carter. Special little shout out to Baz and Izzy. Your boy DC here, fellas. Geez, good luck. Wishing you all the best with this exciting new project that you guys uh, got here. I'm really looking forward to seeing what kind of yarns you guys come up with. Should be very interesting, but I'm sure it will go well. I'm looking forward to, to tuning in and listening to you boys. So, all the best. Oh, it's a bit of a natural fit, actually. Everyone's seen the, the amount of rubbish that comes out of Izzy's mouth. And, you know, with the head like he's got, it's, it's made for radio. So it's a perfect fit, in my opinion. And and Baz, oh, mate, I'm sure he'll be able to, to, to feed off, off anything that, that Izzy throws him. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably feeling more sorry for Baz than anyone, sort of having to, to deal with, with Dagger on a, on a daily basis. So I did that for about 10 years at the Crusaders and All Blacks and proved its, its challenges, but... Obviously, um, yeah, if there's anyone that's going to be able to to sort uh, Dagger out, it's, it's our boy Baz. They've got a, a passion for sport. And not just rugby and cricket, but for all sport in general. And when you've played at the, the highest level that they have, they, they demand excellence. They are going to give an amazing insight um, from a player's perspective. And, you know, with, with that kind of experience and, and excellence that they've lived, you know, they're going to bring some amazing detail and insight to, to share with, with the listeners. And, and knowing them, you know, they're perfectionists. They'll want to do a good job. So, you know, they'll be working hard behind the scenes and, and making sure that they just continue to, to get better and better each day. Seven or eight beers in, and we'll say seven or eight, and, you know, the audience can read between the lines. Who's Who becomes more unbearable? <laughs> oh, seriously. Oh, pr- probably Dagger. Like, I, I just know that, Baz, is, he's been doing it for, for years. I still remember we played high school rugby together, uh, South Island schoolboys. Yes, I was on the bench. Um, Baz was starting with a 10 jersey. 
and you're still at high school, and I remember kind of just rocking up uh, the airport, grabbing a grabbing a beer, and you know, he was obviously 18 at the time, so he was old enough to to drink. So he he's well conditioned, um, drinking wise, and not a lot changes after seven or eight beers. When you got Dagger, he's an absolute lightweight. You know, he starts chirping. He's uh, He's probably going to be a lot more difficult to to handle after uh, <laughs> six or seven beers. So oh. uh, I'm a fans on that one. <laughs> oh, that uh, well, gold. I am 85 days sober for a reason, Bez, uh, Bez in DC. <laughs> How good is that, though, DC? Good oh, chat. Good man. crack, isn't he? Good chat. Hey, he's such a great man, and it's great to have him on our show. Someone of his calibre. Yeah, tune in, and uh, he obviously said nice things about I must have irritated him throughout the years in the squad. Just really wound him up the wrong way. But I've got a lot of time for my good mate, DC. Absolute champion bloke. I just can't believe that one of our major sponsors of Chemist Warehouse has got any money left over for the show. <laughs> DC is an ambassador. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything for free. Yeah. Oh, he's got the reputation and it precedes him, doesn't it? Oh, great to have Dan Carter involved. A text here on double eight double three that sums it up. Thank God Sports Radio is back. Go well, fellas. And that's been the sentiment the whole morning. Remember, when you do call, any caller goes in the draw to go to it for a, to win a trip to Perth for the Bledisloe Cup. Simply be part of SCNZ by calling 0800 150811. That is 0800 150811. Thanks to Ballpark Entertainment on SCNZ. Oh, great stuff from Desi. After this, we're going to the countryside. Baz and Izzy's country clueless coming up as we hit 12 minutes away from eight. Chemist Warehouse opens seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. <laughs> Baz and Izzy are country clueless. Oh, that is gold. It is seven minutes to eight. Well, six minutes to eight. And you're with Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and we've got Country Clueless. Slightly self-deprecating, but our yarns as a couple of lifestyle battlers living the country dreamers. <laughs> this is my favourite segment, actually. I was watching Country Calendar last night, and, the, you know, the professionalism from these farmers, the dedication to their craft. We need to set this up, though, right? Yes. You've got 10 acres down in Christchurch. I've got 10 acres in Matamata. Neither of us know what we're doing. <laughs> but we have a crack, because that's what Kiwis do. Yep. We have a good crack at it. We got cows. We got pasture. Uh, we got baleage. We got Cubota <laughs> tractors. <laughs> <laughs> we got everything, mate. Uh, but um, you got anything happen? Tell down us on about your, farm? your power. You you had a little bit of a thing happen over the weekend, yeah? Oh, it just shows how insignificant we are, <laughs> and reliant on power of other people. And uh, so anyway, we live in Matamata, and a strong wind in Matamata. Occasionally, they have the Kaimai Buster rips through there, and. On this occasion, it took down one of the trees just down the road, and the tree then smashed the power lines over. Power outage from 4pm on Saturday afternoon, which didn't affect me because I was at the rugby club having a couple of sherbets just to celebrate our success. But it was out until 4pm the following day, and that means that all of your fences, which are highly electric to stop the horses from chewing on them, are gone off. So in the troughs, the water, obviously, for the troughs needs the pump needs electricity so it's by 4pm like bottle feeding these cows they're horses for a start oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no but then so you go down all my fences are painted black well now I'm going to have to go down with 
with a little tin of paint because I've nibbled away at all the fences. The troughs were halfway down with the water as well. Thankfully, the water came back on before I had to really start to sort of call in a few favours from some of my mates around the Waikato. <laughs> but just another example of country clueless, although I actually don't think that's my fault, this one. No. Nah. No, the weather, mate. The weather's been horrendous over the weekend. We're, our shout out to the people down on the west coast and the South Island doing it pretty tough. Yeah, Farmers yeah. actually great out cool, there cool. doing it pretty tough out there. So we're thinking of yours and we hope you're doing okay. Um, but yeah, if any farmers out there, go on the advice for myself and Bears. Um, we, we, we're trying to. Oh, like 10 acre block, it sounded like the dream. Mm. Maybe you a know. generator for those situations. Generator? I oh, know, they're quite pricey, aren't they? I don't know why you're looking at me. I live in Parnell. <laughs> Sure, oh, yeah. you can find a sponsor for your bass. Oh, <laughs> you have, haven't you got um, you got solar, haven't you? Yeah, I got solar power. Um, so obviously, if there's a power cut, but it doesn't really run the farm, mate. It runs the things that you probably don't need. So two lights and a TV. What animals do you have on your I got, farm? I've got twelve cows. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got six each with Luke Romano, and let's be honest, he's probably doing most of the farming. Um, I've figured it out though. He's uh, he's seen a he's seen a grommet coming early, and he said, <laughs> "Look, mate, I'll help you out, but I'll just chuck six of mine on the farm for you, and then you can feed them up, and we'll sell them for a good price." But hey, he's doing the good jobs, and he's doing all the all the all the all the graft. So um, I'm enjoying it, mate. It's a hell of a challenge. Hell of a challenge is sometimes reading through all of these text messages too. This is a Absolutely flying. We've got well in excess of 200 texts come through in the last little bit on double eight, double three. We've got one here. Is you want to read this one out, mate? Yep. Uh, who do you boys have winning the Farrah Palmer Cup after one round? Didn't the storm look good with the new addition, Curtis Twins? Max here listening from Winton, South Island. That's a great call, uh, Max. Uh, Farrah Palmer, we're very lucky. It's all streamed on air. Live uh, on TV these days, and uh, yeah, it was a great weekend for sport. Auckland Storm uh, beating the Bay of Plenty Volcanics 44 12. Canterbury Woman coming over, beating County's Mudakau Heat 59 12. And then yesterday, the Wellington Pride beating Otago Spirit 13 5. Uh, look, I can't go past. Canterbury, um, they're pretty strong. They've won in the last couple of years. My good friend Kendra Cox says she's actually tuned in from Christchurch. So thanks for your support, mate. Uh, we really appreciate it. But it's a wonderful competition. It just really emphasises the talent we have in New Zealand, especially in women's sport. Um, you know, the, I think the numbers for uh, participation for women's uh, rugby is going through the roof, and men's is probably on the decline. And that just goes to show that the, the work that the Black Ferns are doing on the big stage and our wonderful New Zealand Sevens uh, over in over in the Olympics at the moment. They are so good at what they do. They're actually an enjoyable watch. Um, they put on a show, and they are so skillful. Some of these girls, man, I wouldn't want to mark It's important them. in a way. It's not just about representation either. Mm. These these girls are just the real deal, aren't they? They are the real deal, and they are ultimate athletes, and they are good at what they do in their craft. Here, here, Izzy, very well pointed out, and morning to you, Kendra, and all the women out there, all the uh, wahine listening to us this morning on SCNZ. Well, we're one minute away from 8 o'clock, two hours down with a couple of absolute Kiwi legends, but they are just regular blokes, Brendan McCullum and Israel Dag. Um, I still can't get over that Izzy just asked you, Baz, if you bottle feed your cows while they are horses. <laughs> First of all, That's what we're in for country clueless. <laughs> Absolutely. News is up next with Trudy and Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Kane Williamson, current Black Cats captain, coming up after this. Do not go anywhere.
For great savings, shop online and in store at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Three minutes past eight and it is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Well, we're two hours down, Is Two hours down for our first ever show. We've got one hour left to go. Time to bring a bit of energy, I reckon. Bring it back. Just had a coffee at the cafe, thanks. Yeah, for providing us the goods. Good, actually, it was beautiful coffee, actually. Good coffee. That's my third, actually. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to have to work on that as we move along in this new world of breakfast radio. <laughs> We've had a good couple of hours so far, though. It was great to hear from DC. Kieran Reid. Legend. I oh, mate, we've stuffed, crammed a lot into two hours. We're chatting sport. It's such a, like I've spoken about, privilege and honour to be able to chat sport in New Zealand. We love it. So it's great to be back on the airways. We've had some great feedback from punters out there listening to us, you know, enjoying the, the content, join the chat. So that's what it's about. We're getting great you know, content for, for everyone to chat about. And we can't obviously put everything into one show. Off the bat, we're going to have to sort of... Save some. Save some up, you know. Spend, we're spending a lot of resource early here, as we really are. But I think the real cool aspect is we're going to get an opportunity to talk all sports. Yep. And I know that's something you're real passionate about, mate. I love all sport, whether it's golf, whether it's Olympics, whether it's netball, um, you know, anything sport, especially in New Zealand. If we see Kiwis doing extremely well on the big stage and in their certain areas, their disciplines, whatever they're playing, I want to be able to talk them up, promote them, help them get them bigger themselves on the big stage, and that's what I'm about. That's what really excites me in this journey is helping promote our athletes of today for tomorrow. One of those athletes who has conquered the absolute pinnacle is, uh, is Kane Williamson. Funnily enough, Kane's not answering his phone. <laughs> Kane? Kane! He... Maybe he's gone to sleep after his big day at the F1 as our SNZ <laughs> correspondent. We probably can't say that, but let me let me see if I can try him. Maybe he's just blanking you. <laughs> Look, it's entirely possible, and I wouldn't blame the great man. Um, Bears, you seem to have the, the hotline. He hasn't paid his bill, mate. It's he going said, straight to answer phone. He said best to call on WhatsApp if that's all good, or UK number. Oh, Lovely information. Oh, very, great. very One important. To go and we need it. <laughs> important. What we're going to do is uh, we will. Izzy will get Izzy to read some texts. In the meantime, Baz is going to fire us that UK number. I'm going to get it to Karen and Kane Williams. It is not far away at all. Yeah, we've got some great texts coming through. How bloody good to have Sport Chat back in New Zealand radio, listening down in the mighty Timaru. Cheers, fellas. Robbo. Thanks, Robbo, for tuning in, mate. Really appreciate it. Hi, boys. What racing coverage are we going to get? Great start. Cheers, Graham. Bears, racing coverage. Well, eventually we're going to get, you know, plenty of racing coverage. In the meantime, it's really up to uh, to us, I guess, to be able to be drip-feeding in. We're going to get access to a lot of New Zealand's best trainers and jockeys and, and stud masters from around New Zealand. Uh, we've got some absolute superstars in that space as well. You think of just the Kiwis who are serving it up to the Aussies over there with uh, the likes of Chris Waller and J-Mac in the saddle. Walla Walla, Chrissy Dollar. Dollar Dollar, Chrissy Waller. Yeah, J-Mac, they're going absolutely great guns. Izzy Dag, punting Vitesse, <laughs> giving it to them. But what about even not just those guys, but also, you know, you think of all the uh, the New Zealand bred horses, which are dominating over in Australia. Savabill's on fire. Who's your favourite sire? Savabill. Yeah. Yeah, Savabill was, I think he's just an out-and-out superstar. We've got some good ones, though. Even Perrin Kento is flying at the moment. Bears. Up in Hong Kong, yeah, is. My, my, my greatest week, obviously for someone that punts once a year, obviously had a big one on the weekend, but Cup Week, Christchurch. You, oh, ca- yeah. you coming down, mate? You mean, it's more sort of standard breads, isn't it? 
more sort of standard breeds. <laughs> harness racing horses. Oh, okay. You know, the ones with the, <laughs> harness ones with the cart and yeah, behind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I do enjoy that week as well. Um, for me, oh, I think the Caracamillion oh, yeah. um, night is just an absolute belter. And I know Louie loves the Caracamillion night because boys get paid a strong. They're strong that night too. But I think it's just a great, that's a, a huge event. There's, you know, such massive prize money up for grabs and, and um and we get the best of the best showing up and we've got in last year pretty much the best horses won each of those races too. Well, I think New Zealand Bloodstock and Ellerslie Auckland Racing Club deserve a huge shout out for that, Baz. I know you know NZB and the kind of inner sanctum there, um Sir Peter Vella, Andrew uh, Seabrook. What they've done with that race day to actually kind of get young people back to the races can't be overstated. No, absolutely. I think it's really important. Look, they acknowledged a fair while ago as well that yeah, racing is it's in the fabric of, of a slightly older generation, but the ne- the younger generation is where the growth of the sport is going to be. And um, trying to invite the younger generation along to try and enjoy themselves and and, um, and provide some festivities around the race day as well, I think they were spot on with it. Well, it looks like we've managed to track him down, Baz. We've got him. We've got him, our Formula One correspondent. <laughs> He's here. Kano. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello, Ben. Oh, Good eye. I had a huge intro ready for you as well, but we've just you've shot that. So, so how anyway? Sorry. Tell us how was the F one. Jeez, we had a great day actually. It was about thirty degrees, which was no one was prepared for, but um, first time, so it was an awesome experience. So nice to did you be see out a of car? a bubble and uh, <laughs> a little bit of the fast man. <laughs> Drive us about, about as fast as you drive, actually. Um, <laughs> um, well, compared to you, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, we, we had a great day, yeah. It was cool. We, um, I mean, my only experience in F1 was watching the uh, Netflix doco, which was epic. So got a little bit of context around it, eh? So we're into it. It was cool. Oh, excellent, mate. Now, tell me, have you actually had a bit of a chance? Oh, sorry, I've got Izzy with me as well. Hey, Kano. Hey, Izzy. Um, have you had a chance, mate, after the World Test Championship final to just stop and, and take a bit of a breath? Um, yes, sort of. Uh, you know me a little bit. But, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, an incredible day, and, and we celebrated well. Um, and it was, you know, when you reflect back, it was an amazing campaign, but it was also unique when we finished... You know, like guys were all flying home to do two weeks quarantine. Um, you know, I sort of got in the car and drove to, to Somerset, you know, into the uh, the country and started changing a few nappies. And, uh, <laughs> you know, things things changed pretty quickly. But, um, like, it, it was an amazing game, really. Like, it felt like it went forever, you know. It was sort of six days and we had two rained off and we were still playing. And um, But, you know, from, from my perspective, the kind of the coolest part was was finishing there was some adulation and, and it was a great feeling to to win the match but you know I think after a long period of time and a two-year qualifying um, process I suppose but but as you know over a long long period of time of just um, gradual growth and to you know to, to get some reward for that was, was pretty satisfying so um, yeah and then I, I suppose Things keep moving, and you look forward to what's next, and, and that's the life we lead. But um, definitely a, a really special time in, in, in cricket for our country, I reckon. Yeah, couldn't agree more, mate. Do you, do you think it's actually sunk in yet? For, for well, a for you and 
and I'm sure you've spoken to a lot of the other boys who are back here too. Do you feel like it's sunk in just quite what you guys were able to achieve? Um, uh, it's funny, like I, I speak to some people back home and it was hard to get a um, sort of an accurate reflection of, of what the buzz was like back home. And, and it did remind me a little bit of the World Cup because you're sort of a long way away from home and you're not quite sure and, and everybody was... Um, really positive about uh, I suppose the the attention that, that it was getting and the following that it was getting which was really really great to hear but you sort of weren't quite aware of it you know so um, in terms of it sinking in I, it's, it's a different feeling it's been something that's been a part of I think the growth of the team taking those small steps forward and it truly felt like um, kind of an extension of that and obviously we, we, were, a few, we were close a few times and we Obviously, 2015 was, you know, uh, with some amazing uh, memories of that time, and and it was our first experience at the the big dance, and then we we're perhaps a little bit closer, you know, some time after, and then it, it was really pleasing. And I, I don't know, I suppose being out there in the in the middle at the time, walking off and um, seeing the guys in the dressing room when we were getting near, and um, and how sort of ecstatic they were that you know, it was going to become a reality was, was probably the most exciting thing. And sharing it, you know, in a, in a, in a team sport and sharing it with everybody, yeah, is, is a really sort of... Perhaps it wasn't the most expected result. Hey, mate. Uh, Izzy here. I just want to talk to you. You obviously haven't had time to reflect, but have you thought about what, <laughs> what, what this does for the next generation of young cricketers coming up? Like... For me, avid fan, and I'm just so amazed and so proud of you boys, what you did on the world stage. But for you, what this does for New Zealand cricket and the young young players growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, you can only hope that um, it helps in that area. And, and sort of at the end of the day, that's why we do it, I reckon. You mm. know, it's sort of we're very fortunate to, to play at the highest level and play the sport we love. But, you know, at the end of the day, we, we get into it. But because of, you know, uh, often those sorts of reasons and yet you sort of, as we do as Kiwis, get quite patriotic supporting our, our Kiwi teams when they, you know, take on the world stage and so you can only hope that, that it had an impact in, in that area and, and that's, you know, all you can hope for when you're, you're in this position and, and that's playing for your country, which is, you know, very fortunate. I'm going to uh, ask you about something in just a sec, Kane, but um, for all of our fellow listeners out there. Um, if you've got a question for Kane, text double eight double three, and we'll try and ask him. Kane, give me a little um, summation of the career and the impact of BJ Watley. I know he's a very, very good friend of yours, but explain to, to the New Zealand public what, what he means to that to the New Zealand cricket side. Yeah, look... Don't cry. It's kind of hard to... You can cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, look, I mean, it, it is hard to, I suppose, um, say everything I would like to. Uh, in fact, it would probably require a speech and some time to sit down. But, but off the top of my head, you know, he, he is the guy, and, and obviously you played with him for a number of years, and I'm sure you agree, that, that truly keeps the, the team honest. And, and um, although doesn't say a lot um, is such a huge leader um, within the group and so you know if you if you talk about buy into what's important to a team and and the commitment to that he certainly epitomizes that and, and so when you 
can only think a young guy coming in, and I was very fortunate to largely start with BJ, really. He was there a little bit before me, perhaps a year or so, and then we played a lot together. And, um, you know, he he sets the standard in, in his behaviour and, and as a group and as a team that is really the most important part to, to our environment. The, the performance is important, but it's, it's secondary because the focus is is the, is the behaviour and, and the environment, and where and where is the sort of everybody's intention and focus. And you know, it, it, he's very much that guy. And if you're ever sort of off track, he's very very quick to to pull you back. Um, and and he's had that role for for such a long time. So without a doubt, he's going to be missed in a lot of ways. And and you know, to his his credit and and a true sort of testament to to the leader leader that he is. Um, you know, talking about his retirement was largely around the group, and um, and that um, there are guys ready, and 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 it was always the, the focus. You know, it was the team, and it was uh, so. You know, he came in and he he, he played in a way that um, inspired the people around him, and hopefully the people that watched him, but also has walked away from the game in the same manner. Yeah, mate, he's a wonderful. Bloke, he's a champion, man. Hey, we've got a question in here. Uh, is Nos going to be back for the Victory Parades? So when are you coming back, bud? I know you're huge on Victory Parades too. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> right up yeah. your alley, eh? <laughs> what date is it? <laughs> no, 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 that's awesome. I, I heard, like, I, I don't know if I... When, when is that? So... <laughs> I think it's going to go on for a while. Yeah, mate. It's a wonderful it? moment. Yeah. Well, we could always save yeah, one for when you get back the, as well. They're travelling around the whole New Zealand, eh? Hey, going to different places. <laughs> By the time it gets to Invercargill, I might, I might be back. Um, if it starts at the top, look, I, I'm not sure, but it, it's super cool. That, you know, if, um, whoever, you know, players. I suppose it'll be guys that are local to to the cities that um, will be out, and certainly hope that that people get be- get behind it and and you know have a real chance to to take a look at the mace and um, perhaps reflect on you know a bit of a, a journey as a team as a country and. Yeah, really special time. I, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, what what where I'll be or, or whatnot, but um, yeah, it'd be great to to follow either from afar or, or being involved. All right, very good, mate. We won't take up too much more of your time. We know you've got a, a busy life over there. Love to the family. Hope it all goes well over there, mate. And thank you very very much for joining. Cheers, Kane. on our breakfast show, Thanks mate. Thanks a lot. Nah, cool. Nice to catch up with you guys. See you, brother. See you. There you go, Bears Kane. Yeah, well, he's just an amazing human being, and he, he when you get him in the right mood, or you, when he answers his phone, <laughs> he's in the right mood, surely. Yeah, and he just you can listen to him talk for hours. Just so sincere, his words about BJ Watling, and you could tell the the sense of pride. And I think it's starting to sink in for him. I do. Look, he's not only the catalyst for the success of this Black Cap side individually. He's one of the greatest we've we'll see. Probably will go down as the best ever. But as a team, he has driven that side to some unbelievable heights and they deserve that victory. All classes came, Williamson. There was a McCafe coffee catch-up. Thanks to McCafe. Try the delicious new McCafe coffee blend today. And to keep our trains on time at 18 minutes past eight, Paul Moate is on the line from the TAB. Bet live on your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. Paul, are you there? I am, Louis. Thanks a lot, mate. Um, I think this will be the first time I've ever followed Kane Williamson in the batting order. Um, <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting too, Paul. Yeah, 
No worries. I tell you, whoever's bowling would be very happy because they'd be one wicket away from a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us today, mate? Well, I thought, uh, I heard there was a wee bit of success uh, over the weekend uh, in regards to the uh, Open Championship. So I thought I'd just go over some of the big winners that we had uh, for those who did back Colin Morikawa. If Izzy just wants to buzz in when I get to his bet, um, then we'll all know. Unless he's unless he's out buying breakfast for everyone right now. We took a $500 bet at $34 on Morikawa oh. to return around 17000 uh, Another $500 bet at $18. Uh, a $300 bet at $34. And a $250 bet at $34. Um, those are just some of the big winners on Colin Morikawa, who uh, got out, I think his biggest price during the tournament was $41. So for those who did back him, well done. Uh, he was one of the most popular back players in the Open Championship. Outside of him, uh, Brooks Kepka was very, very popular with punters. And Ryan Fox, he took a wee bit of money as well. He opened up at $401 to win the Open Championship. Um, but those who backed him at around $4.50 to finish in the top 40 would have thought they were a big, big chance heading into the final round. Um, fortunately, it wasn't his day. Um, but, yeah, well done to Izzy and all those other punters <laughs> who did back Colin Morikawa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why um, Izzy's he's shaking his fist there, Paul. I don't know why he got plenty. Don't need to worry about that. For the punters that didn't, though, we've got a $50 bonus bet to give away courtesy of the TAB. And thank you, Paul. Watch and bet live on your favourite sports and racing at tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly. R18. What did you miss on in the weekend? Anyone that had a bet over the weekend and didn't, have as much luck as Israel Dag text us what you backed and why it didn't work out and we will give somebody a $50 bonus bet remember we've got a temper pillow where are you and how are you listening on double eight double three Kane Williamson what a fantastic man and leader awesome to have a, have him on our first ever breakfast show Baz and Izzy for breakfast it is 21 minutes past 8 we're going to be back talking Marika Korobite after this a bit of controversy from the Wallabies France game over the weekend Chemist Warehouse opens seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Marika Korinbete with a huge shot on Jelange. There's a statement from Marika. Oh, thanks for joining in. 26 minutes past eight. You're in on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast show and that little defining moment we hear there. Sean Maloney and Stan Sport throwing out some chat. Talking about that red card, Marika Korobeti, and that infamous moment in the fifth minute of the game. Was it right? Was it wrong? We we're going to delve into this. That little moment for me, looking at that French number eight when he started rubbing his eye and it absolutely <laughs> never went anywhere near his eye. The Euros have been on, though. They, oh, mate, 100% <laughs> absolutely milked it. And Dave Rennie post-match spoke about came out and said they were jeopardising the spirit of the game, milking penalties, and talking about that moment, I, I disagree with that call. Definitely wasn't a red card for me. It was um, a strong stance from Dave Rennie, though, wasn't it? Strong stance from Dave Rennie. And he, he, it wasn't the only moment in that game as well where they came, you know they were trying to milk a penalty or doing a wee Hollywood. Um, and I agree. They're just trying to make calls. And, and, and talking about this red card, I don't agree with it. I don't think it was a red card, but that's my personal opinion. Um, and, and I just want to chat about what are we going to do going forward? The red cards, you know, we're an entertainment business. We want, we need a fair playing field. 
and well, sending players off for the eighty or seventy five minutes of the game was left is not the way forward. So, well, we, I think in the end it was lucky that it wasn't match defining as mm. such. Obviously, Australia were down to fourteen men; they were able to go on and, and still win that match. But look, it could have been, and that's that's the issue. Look, I think most people that saw that shot would say that was just a good hit. That's, that's, a, that's a great hit. I've been hit by Korobiti. And he <laughs> is an absolute brick. A bullet. <laughs> he's a bullet, mate. He, he's got did, that you, le- did you drop the ball as well uh, or you hold on to it? I actually did a milk and I actually got up and tried to run yeah, off and say like, nothing happened, you know. But <laughs> I got smoked when he was playing for Melbourne Red Bulls. And um, so he is, a, he is a hard hitter and that's his league background. And really is, mate. You're up against a number eight. And they're big, big humans. And, and he tried to hit him at the chest. He did hit him at the chest. It was shoulder on shoulder. Obviously, when you hit someone, their neck's going to fly back. To the letter of the law, it might be a red card. But surely there's an interpretation in there which needs to come in from the referee. If if you hit the head, it's a red card. But he didn't hit the head, mate. That, that's, that's, my, that's my call. Looked ball and all to me, but I don't really know. I just remember trying to run away from tackles like that. Baz, there's some awesome texts on double eight, double three piling up regarding Kane. Yeah, there is. There is. Before we get to that, though, I just want to read this one. <laughs> Honey, you had a me at Smiler here. Awesome chat. Congrats on first show, boys. Baz definitely carrying Izzy, <laughs> but that's no surprise. Got you, Izzy? Oh, honey, honey, honey. <laughs> Not surprised that's coming from you. <laughs> Fantastic. No, that is, there is some really, really cool text coming in um, about Kane as well, talking about how relaxed he is, um, how relaxed he sounded, how content he sounded, and I thought that as well. I, to me, I, he sounded like a man who has had a couple of weeks to be able to digest the size of the task which his team had achieved. And maybe, just maybe, the the demons of 2019 where they were so close to winning, maybe they have been exercised and he is now a content man. Let's explore that more after the news with Trudy. For Kubota, together we are shaping and building New Zealand. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast at half past eight. Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. I'm Trudy Nelson making SENZ News this hour. The West Coast is in mop-up mode for months after roads turned to rivers over the weekend. Major flooding, sewerage through homes and nearly 2,000 Westport residents evacuated. Some are calling it the worst flooding in decades with homes unlivable and farmers upset over livestock deaths. Many are unable to return to their homes this morning. And the death toll from the flooding that's devastated parts of Western Europe over the weekend has risen to 188 with more than 1,300 people still missing. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson and a fellow Chancellor are self-isolating after exposure to a positive case of COVID. Meantime, Fiji has recorded a record 13 deaths and 1,180 cases in the latest numbers. And after Italy's Cabinet declared Venice Waterways a national monument and banned cruise ships from August, UNESCO has, is now considering placing the famous lagoon on the World Heritage Danger List. SNZ Radio.NZ Sport coming up. Kubota's range of construction, agriculture and implement machinery are helping to shape and build New Zealand. The Northern Mystics have nabbed the top spot and are now locked in for the ANZ Premiership Grand Final after surviving a full-on finish against the Pulse. Just two points in it on the final whistle in Welly, 56-54. to 54. Three weeks till the Rugby Championship kicks off and it was the last chance to impress for the ABs Saturday night with their 60-13 win over Fiji. Our Rugby Championship squad is named later today. And Michael Venus and his new German partner Tim Putz have won their first doubles title together at the ATP 500 tournament in Hamburg. 
Everything that's happening in sport. SENZradio.co.nz Fuchs Lubricants. German technology that pays back. A wet Monday for all of the north today, although fine spells might sneak in after lunch for Gisborne and Hawke's Bay. Fine too for the south, although the odd shower for Canterbury and central Otago. Day one continues. Great to have you along with us at SENZ. It is 8.32 and you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. You certainly are, Baz. And just to delve into some of that, what Trudy was giving us in the sports headlines, 11 o'clock or 11.30, we'll get an all-black squad, Izzy. Big day for those boys, 36. And I think the number is staying the same, but Joe Moody, Offa Tuangafasi and TJ Peronata are all available for selection. Yeah, there's going to be some big decisions made. It's going to be, uh, I'm going to be watching this with interest, seeing who they take, seeing who they select, because really, with most of those guys that have had opportunities, have taken those opportunities, you know, Simasoni Tokalahi, I should say, coming off the bench, scoring two tries. He was amazing at hooker on the weekend. So, yeah, they've got some big decisions. Really, really looking forward to this. The familiar names will always be there, but it's uh, whether they do bring back the experience. Someone like TJ Perinara, whether he comes back into the frame, well, a guy like Finlay Christie, who took his option, took his opportunity when he had, when he was asked. Who do you go for there, bro? Throw <laughs> me on under the bus here. Look, I'm going to sit right on the fence and say, oh, <laughs> you're kidding. <laughs> Look, I played with uh, Finlay Christie. He's got a bright future against uh, ahead of him. Um, no doubt about that. And his time will come. It's whether they go back to a TJ. We know what TJ's going to bring, and he's got so much experience. Um, it just depends what the coaching setup's looking for, and hopefully we can get Fozzie online one day and have a chat to him about it. Okay, okay. That's, Do you that's, like that fence sitting? That's so weak for you. For a man who punts 31 to 1 shots, you've sat on the fence over it. Well, a... our good mate's called in TJ, and he's going to do us a little shout-out later on. <laughs> it is true. Dan Carter stopping in to say g'day to the lads today. We've got a cast of just some very, very, very great New Zealanders throughout the week. Baz, the texts around Kane, I'm going to try to sum them up because there's a, there's a truckload of them on double eight, double three. The sentiment is, I haven't heard Kane come across so relaxed in an interview pretty much ever. Is it because he's had a great day at the F1 or do you think he's maybe just been able to drop the shoulders after finally getting some silverware? Both. I think both. <laughs> I think um, he's obviously over in the UK at the moment. His family's over there, his wife and, and baby, and he's having a bit of downtime over there and, and just enjoying himself. And I think the ability for him to be able to just take stock and and be able to... Just let this digest. Let what they've been able to achieve digest. And he mentioned that it's not just one game. It's been a couple of years now where these guys have been on this journey towards success. And you add in the 2019 World Cup. You mentioned the 2015 World Cup. It's It's been a, a long progression for these guys, and particularly under Kane's captaincy. And he's been front and centre of it. And the toll that that must have taken on him, not just physically but emotionally as well, he deserves the opportunity to be able to just drop the shoulders a little bit and just really enjoy him and enjoy himself. Yeah, he sounds. That's the first time I've ever spoken to Kane, and he just seemed pretty relaxed. Was, you know, he just spoke the house down. He uh, gave us some great detail, great insights, and look, I hope he gets home and, and he comes back and he he touches down and he sees how proud we are as a nation of him and his his players. You know, because he's been overseas, he's away from it all. He probably doesn't understand how big of occasion it was for Kiwi sports fans. So hopefully he gets home soon and. 
and uh, celebrates with the rest of us. What about a statue? That that last image of Kane Williamson and Ross Taylor after the winning runs and that they're embracing each other. That's what I wanted to ask him about that iconic moment. You know, our good mate Mark Stafford's actually drawn a picture of it, uh, painted a wee uh, portrait of that that little iconic moment. And, uh, you know, I wanted to ask him what that meant for him, being out there with Ross, who he's been through everything with Ross. He's been there from the start. And Ross, and you know, we spoke about BJ. Ross is that guy too that's been there for so long. He's got so much experience and huge, huge moment. There's a few of them as well, isn't there? Like you had the Tim Southies and... Um, even Tom Latham, who has been around the, the scene for a long time now, Trent Bolt clearly, you know Neil Wagner. It's just there's there's a mountain of experience then there, and they've had some scars, but now they've got some good experiences as well. Yeah, uh, so awesome to hear. Kane Williamson on morning one of Baz and Izzy for breakfast. That's what we get. We get the captains, Kieran Reid, then Kane Williamson. You remember you can go and find those interviews if you just tuned in. You've had a lovely little sleep in on a Monday morning, and you want to listen back to Kieran Reid. Go and check out Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Our podcast feed. Go and have a look at all of the podcasts wherever you get them. Spotify, iHeartRadio. There was a great line from one of our uh, digital team here. We are podcast platform agnostic so we don't care where you listen as long as you listen including the SENZ app it is coming up 23 minutes away from 9 o'clock you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse after this we're going off the bat we've got a couple of retired athletes in here and they want to prove to you that they are more than that back after this you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ you certainly are at 18 minutes away from 9 o'clock. Off the bat, coming up very shortly, Izzy Dag is primed and in position. But we have a $50 bonus bet to give away, courtesy of the TAB, and it goes to Caleb. Hey, team, had $30 on RTS anytime try score. Unfortunately, he hurt himself. The Warriors, he had to go off the HIA early. Great chat with Kane. Appreciate that, Caleb. $50 bonus bet coming your way. We'll get the guys to get your TAB number. And that'll be coming to you, but now... So because so he did his dough, we're going to look after him. <laughs> well, that was what I asked for. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to lose to win some money. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing fine, mate. We'll see how well you're doing after this, though. Oh, dig a hole, son, and hide. It's a shocker. We're going off the bat. Off the bat, what a segment this could be. We're going to have... Three questions. There's going to be 20 seconds. We're going to give you the opportunity to hear how great we are or how bad we are at what we what we think we know or what we don't. So I'm going to ask three topics. They could be anything. And then Izzy's got to blag his way through it. The first topic, are we ready to go? We are. We, we seem to have misplaced our 20-second timer, though. But we're going to be counting, and we will be accurate. Oh, Really? Okay. Unfortunately, truly. You ready, Is? I'm ready, mate. You're standing up South for this. the dream. You're standing up for this, too. <laughs> Could be a real estate agent here. Hey! <laughs> right, first topic. Adam Gilchrist tweets, all the best, Baz and Izzy. You blokes will nail it. Oh, cheers, Gilly. I remember that day when I bowled to you short in Hawke's Bay. I was a young fella at school, and I dropped it short, and you absolutely put me over the fence and said, go get that, son. Get that one in you. So cheers, Gilly. I was actually starstruck when you tweeted that. I said to Baz, you're one of my idols growing up. So thank you, mate. Oh, good. Britney Spears says she will not perform while father controls career. Oops, he did it again. He got lost in her finances and he took all her money. Oh, daddy, dad. Oops, he did it again. 
Tadej Potokar wins second straight Tour de France title. <laughs> yeah, those look at those cords on it. It's unbelievable. The way he holds his his uh, power through his groins and quads and um, mate, unbelievable work. Stage five in Tour de France. Ah, the French. <laughs> I don't know. Who's that? Who's that? Sorry, I don't. Sorry, I just don't know you. Oh, brilliant. That was good. Britney Spears. <laughs> so go back, let's go back to Adam Gilchrist, though. So. Oh, yeah, so Gilly, um, he went to Australia with touring McLean Park. I, I was very lucky enough to be able to bowl against Australia, and I went down there and I uh, was bowling, and Brett, Brett Lee at the time, fastest bowler in the world, probably one of my oldest growing up. I got to know him really well, and he actually asked me if I could um, run his water on the sidelines at the ODI. So I ran the water anyway. I bowled it short to Gilly, thinking, oh, you know, I'll just drop one in, because Gilly, because he, he, he hated it short. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit like yourself, mate, very aggressive off the off the bat, just straight out there swinging, and I dropped the short, he pumped me over the fence and just smashed me way out into the bushes and said, go get that, son. <laughs> get that one again. And I had to run like a little kid, just going off and getting this ball. But, you know, credit to myself, I went in there. Gave one a Hodgie, I actually bowled Hodgie. Brad Hodge. Brad Hodge bowled one at his toes and got him out. So that's my claim to fame. Oh, good on Baz. you. Not the all-black career. <laughs> claim to fame is getting out Brad oh, Hodge. 100%. Brilliant. Yeah, I nearly actually went the cricket way after that, actually um, speaking with Brett Lee. I was stuck. I was at seventh form and I was with her to go rugby cricket. And uh, Brett said, yeah, give a cricket a go. You know, you might go all right. So I was going down that track and then... Hawks Bay Rugby came along, gave me a contract and had no money and then all of a sudden I had 20 bucks and I was off playing rugby. Now you're rolling in the moonlight. <laughs> well, yeah. So do you reckon your knee would have held up to the demands of being a fast bowler? I don't know. Like I, I had a pretty bad patella tendonitis. A lot of cricketers out there will understand this. You get sore patellas and uh, that's from that planting leg and, <laughs> and everything like that. So I don't know. Um, body might have held up. A little bit better, but those fast bowlers, mate, they put in so much effort. Side strains, sore knees, so yeah, I'm happy I went down the rugby track. I think we all are. But anyway, that was a good effort. Really good effort off oh, the bat. Britney Spears, how I, good. I just hope we get more and more singing from Dagger. Well, I think he's, I think Izzy is starting to put his hand up to have that segment every day. No, Baz. No, Baz. I'm no. happy to ask questions every day. Because no. well, I don't have quite as creative mind as what <laughs> you have is. Don't. You never run from a challenge, Baz. Well, we'll have a go at some point. Outstanding. 12 and a half minutes away from 9 o'clock. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. That was the first edition of Off the Bat, where the lads get three topics in a very short amount of time. Outstanding stuff. After this... The great man, the voice, Ian Smith will join us to tease what's coming up on his show. And we're also going to give him something to sleep on, as well as giving away something to sleep on of our own, a temper pillow for one of our lucky texters on double eight, double three. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 12 minutes away from nine. Eden's Chemist Warehouse opens seven days a week and stop paying too much. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Seven minutes to nine, and this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We are going to rock and roll into our new segment, our next segment, because they're all new. It's our first show. Is. <laughs> and the, the next segment is Temper Sleep On Out. Now, Temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conform to the exact shape of your body for unrivaled comfort and support. Now, we have the doyen of sports broadcasting in New Zealand. The voice yep. that we have all become accustomed to. Hopefully he's nice today. I hope he's <laughs> nice. The self-proclaimed 
cryptic crossword to the breakfast shows, colouring in. We welcome Ian Smith. Gentlemen, we'll start nice, shall we? <laughs> Good morning. Hey, what a fantastic first three hours. Lots of energy and bubble and getting us underway. Not an easy thing to do, but... You guys like going out first, Baz, you always like that, so uh, you've set the standard. <laughs> I thought you were going to be nice. You set the standard. There was not a hint of sarcasm in that at all. Well, so the way this is going to work is Izzy's going to ask you a question which, which we want you to sleep on, Yep. and then tomorrow, mm-hmm. when you come back in, we're going to ask you to, to answer it for us. Okay, cool. Okay, Izzy? So I uh, just want to quickly touch, just really quick here, uh, obviously that red card, against a French and the Australian team, Marika Korobiti. What's the solution going forward? How do we fix this? Because it's ruining games. Mm. I just wanted you to sleep on that overnight. So don't answer it now. No. no. I will. Thought-provoking. Yeah. Thought-provoking. It really is. Because at the moment, these red cards are ruining games. And as an entertainment business, we can't have that happen. So okay. just sleep on that one, uh, Smithy. Okay. Yep. And just, um, obviously, we're into the final furlong of our first show, mm-hmm. Smithy, and we've got... The horse is starting to just fade a little. We've ridden, we've ridden the ears off it from about the 800. So we're looking forward to your show taking over and just adding a bit more impact and probably a little bit more wisdom and intelligence as well. What do you got for us? Oh, look, I've got a really busy first day, as you would expect. So we're, we're loading it up. We've uh, got the all-black captain straight after the break, 9 o'clock, Sam nice. Kane. Forgot it. You know, you were, oh, thinking I was going to say Sam, Sam White. Sam Whitelock, yeah. So Sam Kane, Sam Kane, who was very much part of it on Saturday night. So where is he at? Injury-wise and how far away is he? So we're, we're going to look at uh, and talk to Sam Kane. Uh, then we're going to talk to Phil Totorangi about the Open, of course, uh, our golfing guru who's got a Saturday morning show with us as well, just mm-hmm. by the by. Uh, he's going to be a regular here on SENZ Sports. So Phil on the Open and then other golfing matters. Uh, then we're going to talk about uh, surfing, actually. Surfing? Well, it's an Olympic sport now. So we're going Billy to Billy Steadman? Yeah, Billy, Billy Steadman. Yeah, nice. How so, do you go on the board? Yeah, pretty good. Real good. <laughs> big board. <laughs> awesome. Very and big Ella board. Williams, is it? Yeah. you got the two yeah. Olympic. So we got uh, Billy later in the week, actually. Nice. But we're, we're certainly uh, going to speak to Ben Kennings, who is Mr. Surfing in this country, and uh, just check on uh, how excited they are to be an Olympic sport. Uh, we've got a panel throughout the morning. Um, we're, we're also going to talk about a, a subject that you guys would not remember, but you should swat up on, the 1981 Springbok Tour of New Zealand. The tour that divided New Zealand, absolutely divided New Zealand in half. Friends fought friends about this issue. Yep. Uh, so we're going to talk to uh, Stu Wilson. Stu played in all three test matches. That's oh, brilliant. Uh, and he was a, a try scorer in the flower bomb test. So we've got some really interesting thoughts uh, from Stu Wilson on that. Um, and other little, we've got uh, a stump smithy quiz. Like you've got uh, yep. quizzes throughout. And uh, I've got a multi of the day coming up as well. Which I think uh, being day one. Stone Cold certainly bears get on. Okay. Um, obviously, Stump you've got, you've got your own show, so we don't want to take up too much of your time because you've got to get ready for that. But just quickly, how excited are you, mate, about this new venture? This has uh, been one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done, to be fair. At the ripe old age of 64, to have something like this land in your lap and this opportunity. So I'm um, approaching it like a, a little bit like your first day at school. Not that I can remember what that was like, <laughs> to be fair. But I'm really excited. I, I'm... I, I'm uh, I'm so looking forward to the challenge. I find it a challenge. Uh, three hours by myself, Baz. It's uh, it's all right. You guys can bounce off each other, and you got Louis over here. Um, so I've got a really good producer in John Day. I've uh, I've got Brian Rarity on my panel. So uh, the other stars of the show, and I'm just uh, adding a little bit on top. Looking forward to it, Baz. 
Brilliant. Well, the country is looking forward You're to listening to you Smitty. as well, Smitty. So thanks for joining us, mate. We'll see you tomorrow. Best of luck. And to wrap things up, the sleep on it, temper, temper and mattress like no other. Now, we're going to give away uh, the pillow. The expensive, expensive pillow. Comfy. Is he? And this is the text. You guys are doing really well and looking forward to seeing the station grow. Listening via the app. Thanks, Bridge. Bridge, you get the pillow. Congratulations. Well done, Bridge. Awesome work, mate. It's a great good Sleep well. Yeah, thanks to Temper for providing us with the goods to give away to our listeners, our people that make this happen. Fantastic present present to give to one of our listeners that's kind of given us their presence. It's been pretty overwhelming throughout the morning and even last night. Baz, you're used to this stuff, you guys, but I'm pretty overwhelmed. Like, SENZ, this is a, a massive project project for us all, but just the support on the text line, double eight double three, having people on the show, on Twitter, wherever you are, it's been awesome to see. I'm, I'm really heartened. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Has you had fun? I've had so much fun, and uh, like you just said, mate, it's a it's a just a start of this journey. I just can't wait to rip in. Um, we're going to get better day to day, so keep hanging on, keep listening in, and uh, keep firing in some texts if you have any questions or any calls. Um, we really appreciate your support. So let's rip in. Yeah, thanks for joining Baz and Izzy this morning. We've got some amazing talent to come, Ian Smith, and then we've got Mark Stafford. We've got the Beaver. Beaver. The Beaver's in the house as well. So a huge day coming up. Thank you for being with us with us on the very first day, the very first breakfast show here on SENZ. It is an absolute pleasure. Thank you to our team, Louie, to Trudy, to Saskia, and to Karen. What a team we have. Thank you very much. You guys have a fabulous day. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow on the Baz and Izzy Breakfast Show. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91